Welcome to the second episode of the Black Star Neo-Anarchist Actual Play Podcast for patrons of the Arcology Podcast. We continue our story as the Black Star agents get established in Panama and set about pulling off their first operation together. I have a technical note as well. For reasons I can't possibly fathom, we recorded this session using Craig and, Di- and Discord, and uh, as a result, we had some of the predictable difficulties that I've commonly had using that method. So um, some of the voices, uh, mostly Alex's, who's playing the Duke of Dex, um, his voice gets a little choppy at times. It's infrequent and not too bad, but I couldn't fix it, so I kind of left it in there. And on one other note uh, regarding our cast, uh, Opti was no longer able to continue with the campaign for scheduling reasons, so he will no longer be present in the campaign. And with that, let's get to the episode. Okay, so first order of business, we have determined our next two games. Has uh, Everybody's here, and uh, I think now... We're going to do a recap. What happened last time? We got a lead for some work with one of the local shady guys to get some venture capital to start doing other things. Guillaume Echeverria del Omo, an elf. Gizernite. Sorry, what's that name? And is it in the notes? Yes, it is. Never mind. Thank you. He is. Continue. And didn't we determine that there were some blood samples that were swapped that maybe even ritual or something down the road? I don't really remember. I can't remember that part of the conversation. I don't remember any bloodshed. Well, didn't they, like, cut thumbs or cut the palms and seal the deal oh, kind of deal? Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. He, he did the bite into the thumb, uh, between the, the webbing between the thumb and forefinger with the lime, and you guys exchanged bodily fluids, yes. Oh, sure. Remind the GM of my blood sample being on fire <laughs> with the guy. Thank you very much. I'm just interested in how south that can go over the course of these games. So count me tickled and interested. Good job. So I've been helping to set up our new space and kind of uh, doing that as well as spending time with Padre at his parish. Uh, just see, kind of, uh, see. blending in as a you know, volunteer or whatever. Uh, asking you various questions about your religion. Uh, seem, seeming to focus more specifically on uh, the ritual rather than the uh, philosophy. Ah, yes, my son. I can see that you are one not with the faith. You are a doubter. But this too can be overcome. All things through the grace of God. And Padre will spend many a moment talking to you about such things. Okay, and I'll be uh, sort of getting getting to know him a little bit, uh, getting to know um, sort of what your your church or religion is about and try to get a feel for it. And also practicing my Spanish because I previously had just as a liner Spanish um, through through hanging out at the church as well. I'm going to try to get to know and just chat with some of the locals and just make amiable conversation here and there. Um, so I'm spending some karma on Spanish and Panama area knowledge, as well as doing a little bit of studying up on some stuff. Uh, just you know, using the ma- my comlink in the matrix uh, during some of my other off time. But I think there's a lot of work involved in uh, getting the chemistry shop set up and generally getting things moved in and installed and set up and the helping uh, with what little hardware skill I have with getting the infrastructure designed and cables run where necessary for setting up our uh, new base of operations. How many days uh, do we have before we're supposed to do this uh, thing with um, Mr. Uh, 
Oh, the guy bites his hand. Guillaume Echeverria del Olmo. Have we also determined an in-game date for a calendar tracking and all that is? Not to my recollection. No. Uh, we have play dates. Well, we don't actually have a date in the setting marked down yet. So I blame the header formatting. I'll make up a quick game calendar. Or rather, copy one. What year are we in? I don't know. What's it? It's supposed to be 2076? Or 20, I think it's more like I think it's 20, 2079 now. now. 2079. 62 years. Whew. 2079. What's a month? I don't like it very hot, so let's call it February. Uh, we'll start with <laughs> May 23rd. Hey! Ooh, got it. So, the notorious uh, Black Star team were pitched in or chosen and all arrived uh, in uh, Panama. Uh, in Panama City, uh, on uh, this uh, old boat, you've made yourselves at home. You got in contact with Padre, who runs a facility or location here, uh, aiding uh, many of the poor and downtrodden in the city. You guys uh, have found a place uh, nearby to set up. You have uh, become familiar a little bit with the local area. You've gotten in touch with uh, someone that uh, Padre knew was a corrupt Aslan official, which you thought was all of them, but apparently, no, there's some in particular that you go to. This Guillaume Echeverria del Olmo. And uh, you met with him lately, had a conversation with him, and uh, he... Uh, you've exchanged uh, contact information, and he said he would uh, give you uh, a location where there would be a truck, an Aslan truck with the equipment in it that uh, you could steal. And he only wanted to get, uh, I think it was uh, like 30% of uh, the supplies, and then you guys could have the rest. Yep, that sounds about right. Ah, it was a test. Didn't he want half of it? He did, but we negotiated. Yep, and he didn't do that well. So uh, 50% of the supplies. Well, it's because he's an elf. We can trust him. Yeah, totally. And uh, so uh, that's what you are all waiting on. At some point, uh, you're going to be given this location, know that this vehicle is going to be there, uh, and you know you have to unload half of the supplies, and then you can take off with the vehicle. And then not much... uh, uh, you haven't really established or told me at least what you're going to do uh, after that. Uh, in the other pieces of information that you had is uh, you interviewed a street urchin uh, and uh, you totally were paranoid and suspicious of him, uh, believing that he was totally running this incredibly complex disinformation plan against you guys and Blackstar. Uh, this like 14-year-old street kid was doing that. Um, I don't recall this. <laughs> well, he was talking about all the... You were asking what the street-level bosses and everything were, and he was talking about the guys with guns and jaguars in the forest. I mean, I believe that he's a plant, but I don't know if anyone else thinks. <laughs> uh, and a reminder of the location, you know there's a couple of native tribes uh, out in the jungles in the, in the area that uh, are part of, uh, 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 part of the milieu... Uh, the area around here. And uh, I think, uh, have I missed anything that uh, sticks out to you guys? No, that sounded about right. (laughs) You've already said more than I could remember, so I think we're doing good. That's okay. This first few sessions are about uh, setting up the atmosphere and background. Later, I'll be happy to have you forget stuff and screw yourselves over. 
Excellent. Yeah, tradition. Okay, so you know this event is coming up where you're going to be given a location where this truck is and you have to unload it. Do you guys want to talk it over, make some plans for what you're going to do? Well, so we've got the location. Where is the truck going to be at? Is it going to be in like a warehouse district, a depot out in the field? Do we know much about that? I'm not sure we, we got those kind of details when we were meeting the Johnson. Uh, it will be in the urban area of uh, Panama City, uh, probably say, uh, downtown San Miguelito. You know, off to um, uh, off to the east is where uh, the the space uh, elevator is uh, being built, or where the connection is going to be, kind of in the higher, slightly higher elevation that overlooks uh, this town. Um, and you, where you guys are, is where most of the river and the canal stuff was. Uh, but that's the poor part because, you know, it's slightly radioactive uh, and nobody wants to live in that part of town. Um, uh, in, the, in the district called uh, Balboa, uh, in that area. And so from where you are, uh, mo- almost the entire town is east of you. And downtown is uh, that way. So you know that uh, it's you're going to be in the city somewhere to the east of you, and you have to settle on you're going to have this car, a uh, truck that you get. It's really a large panel van type of thing probably, very common around here. And you're going to have to get it, unload half the stuff and leave it where it is. Uh, and then you'll have this vehicle, and you haven't uh, – I don't think you've planned on what you're going to do with the equipment that's in it. I think we're going to take it and try and sell it to the tribes out in the jungles, right? Oh, we're going to give it to them. I guess we could sell it to them. Um, yeah. Well, let's plan on selling it. And then if they don't have no money, then we can trade it or give it for uh, future favors or to build camaraderie or, uh, you know, barter, trust, whatever. Use it as a recruiting opportunity. Why don't we sell it for uh, an extremely favorable rate? So we make some million to help fund our operations, but also benefit the people. Why don't we give the yeah. option for anybody who wants to join our cause gets a reduced rate? That too. Uh, didn't we also learn that um, the area of town that this was going to be in, I think this is starting to come back to me, that the area of town that this truck was going to be in was going to be in an area where like the big bad Aziz operate with their military unit, and when they kill since it's always our fault and never theirs because they've got some special rules where they do whatever the frag they want. Uh, that's absolutely true, except you missed one very important detail in that this is everywhere in Aslan and anywhere that there's as technology property. So yes, it's which is something that Sands is quick to point out. I think you mean uh, that about pretty much everywhere, uh, Mano. We're, we're already in the Viper's Nest. It is what it is. I mean, we're down here to to do things, so let's do them. All right. Do any of you? So, if you're so you're thinking you're going to steal this, you're going to sell at favorable rates to someone. Who do you think you're going to sell it to? I like the jungle tribes. Honestly, uh, Padre, do you do you have any local contacts with the uh, jungle tribes? No, no. Hang on. In light of in light of this uh, bit of information being brought back to the surface. These can these can be sold, but nowhere the frag near here. We know people. Can we get this stuff moved out and sold to someone? 
who isn't going to use it in the vicinity of the Azis? I have a fixer named Opti, and I have a coyote named James Needing. One of them might have a, a lead on where we can sell the stuff. Otherwise, I have uh, an info broker, Scotch, who can uh, find people for a certain... It's basically an equation in the document. But I thought part of the point of this is to get get the goods in the hands of the people. Yeah. Take from the corpse and, and the, give, give to those in need. Yeah. Robin Hood it. If we can do that um, and, you know, make a little money off it, so much the better. But if we just, you know, off, offload it and sell it somewhere else, well, well then we're... I, um, I thought the point was the money. Uh, everybody with security procedures, please make a die roll. Stand by. Yep, I got some of dice. I got two hits out of five. I got ten hits. I think I've hit my cap there. We'll go with his. Yep, I definitely hit my mental cap at ten. Nice. Okay. Um, Jane and uh, the Duke, um, you know a basic thing that you're going to have to do or handle is the fact that uh, the vehicle itself, you're going to have to figure out how you're going to handle that if they want to track it down or do, you know, find it, if it's anywhere near the grid uh, or the matrix, it's pretty easy for somebody to find and they start looking for it. Um, Also, all of the goods will have all kinds of RFID tags and tags on it. Uh, just as part of normal inventorying uh, of it. So if somebody wants to look for it, you're going to have to think about how you want to handle this. Um, uh, uh, The Duke, you know, oh, boy, this, uh, it's physically stealing this stuff is like the least of your worries. It's making sure it can't be tracked or found again as soon as somebody starts looking for it is uh, what you need to do. Uh, because as soon as it can be connected or put in a matrix, it can be tracked down if somebody bothers. So you've got to figure out something to do about all of that. So I've got the ability to create noise, so I figured that can uh, cause uh, some jamming on some of those RFIDs um, and a tag eraser. So with enough time, we can probably handle that. I'm not sure if anybody's got a like erectional jam or a area jammer that we could use instead of my deck that might be useful to have other functions. I do not. Let me look. So here's an example, uh, Duke, the Duke of decks that uh, you can think about is the jammer and making noise is great for stopping actively people looking at finding you. They're actively searching for you or making a connection. Um, that's all good. So if you take the truck, you do this noise and jamming, and you go off somewhere, while that's going on, nothing nothing can happen. But as soon as that stops, um, then if somebody's looking, they can find something. You need to think you need to uh, do something to change it or do it, uh, fix it in the meantime. Now, that's, your- actually, that's actually hard to do uh, as well while there is noise going on uh, in there. But yeah, you're going to have to burn them out or do something or take them somewhere where there's not much matrix. Well, if we're talking RFID tags, it's not that it's, it's actually quite easy to get rid of those. 
we have a tag eraser. It's just a matter of you know holding it in place for 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 some time. But um, for devices, you know, anything with electronics, that would be a, a tedious attempt to change ownership. I've got no problems firebombing a van once we're done with it. I mean, that that no longer gives us a signal if it's a destroyed. How's your hardware skills, Duke? Uh, I've got 15 dice. That's something I and with my with assistance on that, we might be able to change the ownership on it relatively quickly. Yes, it would be worth it for for large or particularly valuable items, but if we have a crate full of rating 2 comlinks, it's really not worth it. You are stealing a truck. Perhaps uh, someone from my parish might know somebody who... Uh, oh, what is the term I'm looking for? Clean it? When they... Uh, Maybe is clean it. Launder, I think that's the term Launder, I'm for. Mm, when the when the bad people steal the cars and uh, they they chuck them up and sell the pieces. Oh, you looking uh, for a chop shop? Ah, see, see, chop shop. Oh, Perhaps please, I can do that. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, we can. Um, yeah, Johnny, he might, can chop it. Um, the thing is, I, I think such a vehicle may well come in handy for future operations. Um, given a, a bit of time for a retrofit. Well, yeah, I mean, we we take this thing out in the middle of nowhere. We, you know, keep the uh, noise up, and then uh, we go to town on it, and then uh, presto change, zero, right? Somewhere out um, with a lot of foliage? Like that jungle we've been talking about and those tribes people that we've been talking about. Yes, like opportunity to necessity. Thick foliage plays hell with uh, even my uh, quite expensive comlink. And uh, one more reminder from last time, you uh, you have realized or recognized that uh, vehicles are especially valuable uh, out in the wilderness because there aren't very many. Well, that would bring us a lot of goodwill with natives if we uh, managed to give them some transportation. Think of all the goodwill that we could build. Yes, and if the items are being used deep in the jungle... Where there is little to no matrix connection, then there is. There's perhaps a bit less worry about them being tracked, you know, just in case we miss something. We should, of course, put forth every effort to see to it that the um, that there are no uh, transmitting devices. But you never know. Give me. We can keep it in front of Gloria. I've got. I've got an e, She's got an ECM rating of three, so we can use that as a jammer. Keep signals off. I can get under the hood. I can start tinkering around with her. I can physically disconnect any systems that were traced back to the Matrix. And as long as she's still got manual controls, we should we should be okay. Yes. Thank you. Because with technology, you do know. You don't have to never know. That's right. So um, maybe, uh, Jane, uh, you and I can do a bit of uh, scouting out and see if we can find some likely... Uh, potential locations to plan to to bolt to once we have the t- once we have the vehicle. Nods. I think. Um, hey. Um. Oh crap. Uh, Redline, right? Call me Johnny. Johnny. Uh, do you have um, a vehicle you can spare for um, for each of us? Uh, maybe a couple of growlers or something. Well, negative on for each of us, but I got Gloria and I got Layla. You know, got my van, got the AmeriCard. Now, the AmeriCard is kind of a no-frills kind of thing. She's got a few Perfect. things in her, but, she's my, yeah, she's my work in progress. Well, um, maybe uh, Jane and I both will take that. Um, we can cover more ground in the car, and then that'll, that'll mean we won't need to split up, I suppose. I uh, sort of give Jane a little bit of a questioning look with my raised eyebrow. She turns to you know, regard Johnny Redline, who she figures is 
speaking next in response to that. When do we go? Oh, you can go now if you want. <laughs> Are you going to have the car drive itself? Can you actually drive it? I am not a pilot. There's a standard controls, no? Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't gutted the uh, manual controls out of her. I believe pilot ground craft is a defaultable skill. Uh, uh, what about can, uh, drive? Um, automatic transmission? Automatic transmission. She's got a pilot rating of one. So if you keep it to the streets and don't try anything crazy, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I can drive. I have uh, four dice defaulting. And it's not like I'm a crazy game master that makes you roll that thing just to get in and out of the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try anything fancy. Um, and uh, basically, oh, just wait some... till it just wait till it snows. Do some. Dr- dr- Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> just never mind. So I guess I'm just going to do some driving around, kind of uh, head over in the general part of town that we're planning on doing the swipe from, and just kind of drive around that area a little bit and just look around and try to get a feel for the area. I'm not okay. really trying to make conversation. All right. Um, I would like an etiquette test from you, please. Okay. From him driving? Yes. Johnny Cab 2.0 is about to commence. Shush, you. Uh, four hits on six dice. Okay. Uh, as you get into the built-up area, you rapidly realize that you just turn this over to grid guide and tell it where to go. You don't actually operate the vehicle because okay. anybody personally driving in this area um, is uh, probably going to stick out quite a bit. Sounds good. I'll let it hit grid guide, and I'll have it kind of just do a little bit of a spiral pattern just by picking waypoints here and there. And then uh, gradually work our way out to potential routes out of town that might head toward the jungle area. And then start looking for areas we could pull off where it's not too nasty off-road. Or maybe we a little bit of work with the machetes and uh, then reconcealing an area we can find a spot off the road. I want to find like two to three locations that would be good for stashing, basically going and parking the, the van. Um, and... Uh, Two along different routes, one closer to town, one a little bit farther away, and then the third off of a somewhat different route. So um, if things go south and we got to run one way or another, we've got a few different bolt holes. All right. Does the yeah. vehicle you're in have grid override? Um, I'm not certain. I, I guess I'll ask. What do you mean grid it. override? There's, a, there's the feature where you can take it off the grid or tell yeah, it, it not to uh, use the grid. You have to basically turn off the grid guide. Yeah, you, I don't think you need a uh, uh, modification for that. It's just switching to manual controls. Well, I could be wrong. Uh, well, um, I think it's for grid guide enabled vehicles that you can basically keep grid guide from saying, hey, there's an ambulance behind you, pull over, and forcing you to pull over. Yeah, and this is the case here. If you want to go off the uh, you want to go off-grid, well, so you want to leave the grid. Well, if I'm just driving off-grid, I shouldn't necessarily need to worry so much about that. I just switch to manual controls. But well, Let's just go where we can, where grid guide will allow us to start with. We're, we're going to need to find some out-of-the-way places out near the jungle, though, to, for the bolt holes. Somewhere with lots of vegetation. Grid guide doesn't do off-road guidance. That's fine. I won't look to grid guide for the guidance for that. I'm... Unfortunately, I don't have a navigation skill, though, which would really come in handy at this point. I have a little of one. So, um, you know, think about basically as we're getting out of town and, and the, uh, the, the, the grid guide is starting to fail. Uh, so, uh, 
can't say that I particularly kept up in my uh, Boy Scout skills, as it were. Um, you have any idea how we're going to navigate through this mess and keep track of where things are? Mm, I'm not really that great at it anymore, but I might be able to figure it out if we don't go far. Okay, just keep, we have to keep track of the roads that we're on. We need to be able to find the places and mark them and find a couple of different locations we can, we can set up uh, that, that we could potentially take, take the van to. I always like having more than one place to run to if need be. Uh, it's Gridlink Override. Yeah, I just found it. And it looks like all that says is that it appears to be interacting with GridGlide normally, but... So, uh, GridLink override is so you can spoof the system to think you're still in it, but you're actually not. Uh, So, yeah, uh, so when you drive out in the country on those wonderful uh, country roads, every time you're trying to stop and go off-road, you have to basically do... I hit the, are you sure you want to leave the road here? Uh, and then, okay, your insurance doesn't cover this. Hit, okay, are you waiving all liability? Are you taking full responsibility for damage to the vehicle? Uh, all that stuff happens when you uh, 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 go off. You I will become uninsurable when you leave Grid Guide. <clears throat> I will click through all the things as a passenger. So... Uh, you guys out in, uh, in the countryside, uh, absolutely, well, um, on the roads, there seems to be a good matrix coverage. Because otherwise, how would grid guide work? Yep, as I said, we're just uh, looking for good spots we could potentially pull off the road or, you know, find like a kind of a side trail that might lead to another place where you, that, where you could pull off the road and find a good spot to hide a van. It's pretty easy to find areas to kind of pull off and go in the jungle and hide things. Depending where you are, that might be all of like three or four meters. Uh, who has uh, survival as a skill? I do. As do I. So uh, Jane and Sands, uh, you both know uh, in this jungle, depending where you are, if you've got sufficient foliage, you don't have to go far to be not very... Um, uh, the other thing you both know is the... Uh, Infrastructure runs along with the roads. They put it all together. You probably have to get uh, at least a kilometer or two away from the road to start getting the benefit of uh, the distance and noise and not much uh, uh, matrix coverage in there. Okay, yeah. I want to find a good spot then, a kilometer off the road in a couple spots. Um, Some that we can uh, conceal uh, coverage of our passage. And uh, once once I've found one one that works out, we'll probably uh, break out a couple of machetes and uh, start getting to work on some of the local foliage to get a nice area cleared out. But then also tie some of that foliage together in certain places or bring things together so that if you're approaching from any direction, it um, it's not that obvious that this is a clearing here. Uh, who has uh, electronic warfare? Yo, the Duke does. So the Duke and Johnny, you're both aware that uh, about the distance, you're a click, a click from the road. Most RFID tags won't work over that range unless something boosts the signal or is actively kind of searching for them. So I'll pass that information on at some point. So is, uh, is Jane helping out with the uh, the work of chopping up plants? Yeah. And stuff? Yes. Probably take us a good couple hours to to kind of clear up you know the first spot. This is what you should have machete-wielding drones for. <laughs> Good point. Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to modify anything yet. <laughs> need need, need an, a couple of Ares duelists with machetes yes! instead, yeah. 
And so as they were uh, finishing up the clearing and, and t- taking a rest, uh, you know, passing a canteen back and forth a bit, uh, say, so uh, how, how's your jiu-jitsu these days? Great. How's yours? Mm, a bit rusty, maybe, but I've been keeping up a bit here and there. I have to say, I am I'm a bit out of practice. Probably. I sort of stand up and uh, kind of uh, roll my arms a bit. and uh, I'm ready for an attack. Fighting stance. This is what you call taking a break, huh? I'll uh, do sort of a traditional sparring bow. I'm not sure uh, um, exactly how, how it is in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but... <laughs> All right, I'll spar with you. So, so we yeah, can, like, roll it some other time. We'll, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll roll in chat and let you continue. <laughs> you're, you're better than I am. Yay. But I'm not bad. So I take you down and say, yes, you need work. So you're all muddy and sweaty and covered with mud and veg- vegetation, debris and juices, all kinds of horrible is, stuff is that- out in the jungle. <laughs> and you're going to be sitting in my car. <laughs> is that Swiss chard? <laughs> it's in vegetables. <laughs> covered in vegetables. Oh, vegetation. <laughs> Sorry. Vegetables, vegetation. <laughs> it's the same. It's really the same thing. That green stuff is bad for you. Hey, I'm a vegetarian. Is it edible? No, I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> you, you Take a bite. Find out. You can certainly chew on it, and uh, you know uh, who knows what make- kind of, of uh, effects it might have. Ooh, fun. We'll try that experiment later. Uh, then we'll need an addiction roll. <laughs> okay, so you guys have done that. Um, you're out there doing that. And uh, lately, uh, you get a uh, comm call uh, with a set of coordinates uh, uh, and uh, a time uh, about two hours from now. Is lately there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. You've got a date. I'll let folks know that uh, we have a a time. Yay. Went well. It uh, would have been nice to rest up for a bit before doing that, but I think we've we've got a place ready. I don't think we get a message because we're out of uh, Matrix coverage. Speaking oh, of which... God. I've got a really good signal. <laughs> so uh, that's the RFID tags tend not to be that strong devices. The range you're at doesn't work for them. But if you've got a, a, a rating 5 device or higher, you can oh, yeah. connect. Yeah. I, okay, never mind. I have a rating seven device that has two points of noise reduction, and I have data jack to help punch through that even more. Okay. So cool. It's a lot to jam. <laughs> Perfect. Then we know. Uh, let's finish clearing it if we haven't, and uh, get back in time to be, you know, not filthy. Uh, so we've so got a, a location to go to. Do we have uh, an idea about how we want to actually get this vehicle and the stuff that's in it? Walk up, get in, drive it away. You are supposed I guess we can to leave ask half nicely. the load. Sorry, we're supposed to what? Leave half the load. To... Got it. It should be uh, fairly straightforward and peaceful, but we should also be ready for surprises. Where is the place in relation to anything else? Do we have a map? We should have a map. So the location is uh, in San Miguel, which is the old heart uh, downtown of uh, Panama City. Um, it's in... Uh, it is in uh, kind of a back street that is uh, what you would expect uh, if somebody's uh, loading things into a warehouse. It's not uh, visible from uh, Main Street, um, and um, it, uh, it's uh, 
a typical kind of urban uh, delivery. There's a back street. There really isn't much of an area to put the truck in, so the truck's probably just going to be parked uh, on the street right there. Um, so you can think like there's a main street and then there's buildings, right, that face the main street. So behind those buildings would be a back street. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get back to the uh, um, HQ quick. You get to get back to the, the Ford Americard, have us drive us back to town so we can get cleaned up and to grab our equipment. Well, I don't really have much for equipment I need to grab. I'm pretty mobile. Checking the dogs briefly and, uh, yeah, just generally gear up. So do we have a plan for how we're approaching this yet? Do we know where it's going to be, and we know when it's going to be there? That we do know. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the area and see if we can set up a good old-fashioned ambush. Uh, we shouldn't have to ambush. They should just park and let us... I don't know if we'll hold, have to hold up a driver or something, but I think... Uh, oh, this is just for the picking up the van? Yes, yeah, so it's supposed to be a peaceful exchange, isn't it? It is never peaceful. Exactly how is, this, how is this supposed to go down? Um, you set it up lately, right? Um, how, how do the details work? They, they go there, they park it, they walk away, we go in, we leave half the shipment, we drive off with it, right? I'm a bit unclear about how we leave half the shipment behind. If we're supposed to just leave it piled up there, or if there's somebody to receive it? You said take half the boxes out, leave them there. Okay, well, maybe we should get a tarp or something to put them under it, just so they're not just lying in the street, but... Yeah, I think we're we're just collecting it and running it off with it. He's got, uh, I believe, some sort of connection with the the people in charge of the delivery. So the truck is just going to uh, to disappear into our hands. But I honestly don't know the details. But he's so, he's a trustworthy fellow. I mean, he's an elf. He wouldn't uh, screw us on this. So we're not sure if there's an owner to this truck that's going to be nearby. Or not. Oh, guaranteed there's an owner. We're stealing something. It belongs to somebody else. Somebody's going to notice. I Is this they'll notice. going to be the moment that the person gets out of the driver's seat and goes into a nearby coffee shop for five minutes and comes out to us unloading half his truck? Do we know that? Yeah, Nick, did he go into details on that? Nope. He just said, uh, give you a location, and that's where we parked, and leave half the stuff. Okay. So we, yeah, so we be- should... So undoubtedly, there will be an owner nearby with an earshot. Yeah, should we okay. should be quick about it, and we should be quiet about it. And so if, need, go ahead. So we're going to need Johnny then walking up because if we're stealing a vehicle that might need to drive fast and get away from pursuit, well, we're going to want our best driver behind the wheel. And then uh, Jane, you're of course our best hand-to-hand expert. I say with a little bit of a uh, self-deprecating smirk. Uh, maybe you should uh, walk up along with him, and I can be nearby, uh, ready to hand in case you need help right there or watching out to intercept other troubles. Um, I'm I can go I'm through not... it out to smooth over any misunderstandings if maybe the you know, driver is as confused as we are about how this is supposed to go down. I'm, I'm sure we can come to an agreement. Yes, the less that is made of this, uh, the best. Yes, I didn't. I must stress with the location that we're in, there should be no, there should be no shots fired, and that goes for obvious magical assaults. Uh, but of course, um, use your best judgment on that. Of course, I'm I'm not terribly familiar with the magic side of things. Uh, Padre, uh, perhaps I'll leave those details up to you. Um, Very I'm good. Not certain how you fit into this. I will keep an eye out and help where I can. 
Question, we don't know anything about this particular van, how it's rigged, what any modifications, whether it's just a stock van. I'm correct at that? The most common one you've seen around is an AS Technology Governor, which is basically the ASI version of the GMC Bulldog step van. No, McCabe. Hey, Duke, are you any good at uh, forging documents? Uh, I mean, like actual documents? No. But I can scramble some digital stuff. Sure. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking that if I could uh, get some uh, transfer of ownership papers or maybe some shipping documents to make it look like uh, the uh, van is being transferred to me, then it, uh, it might ease the, uh, the conversation if there is one. Just a little, you know, advanced prep to make things go smoother. In the back streets of San Miguel, would that be more likely to be on paper or a digital display on a comlink? Either way, really. Just some paperwork I can flash up while I'm talking to the guy, you know? It's those uh, extra little details that make everything uh, flow much more smoothly. Jane nods sagely. Oh, and do drivers in the area wear any specific type of uh, clothing, high-vis jackets, anything like that? Is that something that's uh, common amongst uh, delivery folk around here? Um, You certainly can see people might wear things with uh, company logos or, you know, like a delivery man type of outfit. So definitely uh, if you're looking to fit in, there is clothing or other things that would make you fit in. I got uh, four hits on a Panama area knowledge skill that I recently picked up to uh, help to advise him on his outfit. And then I also have a disguise skill that might be able to help him um, look more appropriate as well. Okay. Um, the one key thing about how to dress here is they don't tend to have very many layers. Um, so things, uh, uh, so it tends to be like uh, name tags or decals or maybe a hat. Okay. I've got an electrochromic uh, mod for my clothing, so I could probably just flash up uh an image on my clothes for a, a corporate ID or something like that. I use my Panama area knowledge to help uh, find a, a local company that would be a good source for you to pull for the digital fi- image file and get you two hits on a disguise test to help you uh, look convincing for the part. Great. And Redline, do you think you have anything like that we can get you uh, gussied up with? And Jane, what about you? Nope. I usually rely on not being seen. Well, here's the thing. How are we going to get there in the first place? Because I can make uh, Gloria look like anything, you know, any paint job you want. Uh, so, drop as many of us off nearby. I think many of us will be on foot, and we'll try to get in the van, I think, and get away. Those of us who can't get away in the van will we'll get a pickup from Gloria. Which one is Gloria? Gloria's, yeah, the, Gloria's the van. Layla's the, Layla's the Ford Americar. What, is, uh, what kind of van is she? Ford Econoline. How comfortable is that to a uh, bulldog? Less bulletproof. Less bulletproof, more shape-wise. Uh, it looks like it, not really the same, but okay. it looks some. But it looks like a standard delivery van. Okay, I'm just curious. I thought maybe you can make it uh, uh, for your choice of decor. You can make it look more like uh, the one we're taking, just to cause a little extra half a second's confusion. No, I don't. No, that would require something a bit more on the physical side of things. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I should let you know as well, I'm I'm capable enough of driving a car on from point A to point B, but uh, please don't expect me to have the appropriate expertise for operating a vehicle under uh, these sorts of circumstances. 
well, worst case scenario, I might be able to remote access and control it like a drone. Who here can drive? That's even better. Duke Who raises drive. their hands? <laughs> Duke raises his hand, and he's, not 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 he's got six dice worth of driving. Lately. If, if we're talking a, nope. a potentially a combat situation, I'm not raising my hand to that. And I, I say that verbally. So there's only two hands in the air. There we go. Good. So those of you looking at decals or uh, for your disguise, uh, an example of uh, trucks you've seen around here um, that uh, are uh, a lot of uh, ASI-held uh, uh, companies, uh, Ostro Farm, which is an agribusiness thing. CEI is a big one for uh, building heavy industries. There's been a, a leader which is like a supermarket uh, grocery chain. Stuffer Shack, of course, is everywhere. Um, there's uh, Pemex, which is uh, oil and chemical deliveries. They've had a lot of those here. And um, bah, 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 more. Uh, a big one you see, delivery trucks that's uh, kind of like UPS, is something called Free Transit Cartage. Um, and then there's a whole mix of other ones here. Uh, one you've seen going to the uh, sp- the uh, space um, elevator thing, especially has been something called Soluciones Orbitales Integradas, um, which is a big, uh, which is their big aerospace division uh, in here. But uh, lots of different kinds of these uh, vehicles here. There's also a bunch of ones from um, Seder Krupp here, but most of them are heavy industry ones and tend to be going in and out from uh, where the space elevator uh, location is. So what do you guys think about uh, being part of uh, Solution Orbitalis? Works for me, Ombre. All right, so we'll grab one of their logos, and I'm going to do a matrix search and see if I can dig up some uh any kind of um like uh transit uh information like a, a sales slip anything like that that i can use it doesn't need to be specific to what we're working on though that would be great if it were but something with the logo and the the generic form of it so that i could flash it up as a an extra quick distraction form you'd be looking for is called a bill of lading yeah there we go I'm thinking I uh, uh, should take Layla down now and perhaps get in position nearby. And anyone who else wants to be in position um, early uh, should come with me. And uh, that way we can have Layla in place. Um, of course, if um, we have your permission to um, to use the... Um, I'm speaking of the Ford America car, am I not? Uh, would that be all right, Johnny? Well, here's a, here's a question. So you want me to drive the... Uh van that we're going to boost or someone else going to drive it i think you uh you're the expert but uh i think that would probably be the most important vehicle to have you behind the wheel all right but here's the but my question still stands how are we all going to get there we can't exactly all fit inside of layla right well you have the you have a van of your own don't you yeah i could take gloria but then so, i can't drive to i can't be, be theoretically can't be behind the two wheels at the same time i can be in one or the other which one do you want me in uh cannot your own vehicles drive themselves they can but in a combat situation what would you rather be have 
be behind? The one that has combat capability or the one that does not? Would you rather me lose a $100,000 van versus a cheap van we're going to pick up? You see where I'm going with this one? My suggestion, honestly, let me take take Gloria. I can I can ride I can ride shotgun a lot better in Gloria than I can in some van. I have no idea what's at. We get anybody behind the van. If trouble happens, let's face it, that van's a write off. Okay, fair enough. You're the one who understands your capabilities the best. So, um. okay. So lately is a search for supporting material for somebody's. Uh, con or disguise, no problem. Yep. You have that. Great. Jane has asked the question about what is the legality of legal uh, of Overwatch and uh, we ha- carrying pole arms around. So that's a great question. Um, uh, Jane, I believe you have some uh, security procedures. Right? Yeah, I rolled uh, two hits on five dice for security procedures to find out whether his doing Astral Overwatch and also his carrying around a polearm, which I think, if I remember correctly, is a weapon focus rating 6, uh, whether that stuff is going to attract any undue attention from local law enforcement. All right. So, legality. Aslan tends to have a lots of things that are very legal. Uh, people can have guns, have them openly, you can do magic. Um, you know, you are talking about a country where public sacrifice happens occasionally. Um, where any and um, <clears throat> nobody uh, who is going to question anybody that's obviously magical here in Aslan when very likely anybody that you see doing magic is probably part of the upper classes or nobility or very wealthy or serving in the armed forces or probably best you know, not to question. Yes, exactly. Especially since, you know, hey, sometimes you question that guy, and next thing you know, your heart is ripped out of your chest, and you're sacrificing yourself for the greater good of Aslan. Man, I hate it when that happens. Okay, awesome, thank you. So I'm going to take a case um, and open it up. It's got uh, some various different inhalers and little pill packages and a few other odds and ends. So I am... uh, I'm afraid I haven't had the uh, the resources yet to get to work, so the medicine cabinet is a bit bare at the moment. But I do have some pharmaceutical grade beta meth, cram, or psyche for anyone who needs it. I highly recommend not combining the beta meth with either the cram or the psyche. You won't like the results. So the psyche that this is out of character. The psyche that you have is it any better than what you buy standard? No, standard. Okay, These are but I got mine for now drugs basically the pharmaceutical grade um it's not like an upgraded thing so it's just it's not they're not street gr- street drugs i gotcha okay I, I haven't made any good drugs yet <laughs> jane hold up hold up a hand politely declines thumps her chest not good for the ticker I speed's out, the only drug i want <laughs> so i i toss you a bulb of beta meth as i uh take one myself and inhale it who is you oh uh, to johnny he said he wanted speed not that kind of speed, <laughs> but appreciate the thought. Oh, okay. All right, so you guys have a basic outline of how you're going to set up or approach this. Who's going to lead me through that? I guess this is Johnny's Re- Johnny Redline's operation at this point, I think. Uh, until so Johnny, the talking you're starts. Driving, Johnny, you're uh, driving everybody there. At that, at that point, I think the leadership goes over to um, Lately, and then if the fighting starts, then it goes over to Jane. 
That sounds like the anarchist way. Being shrugs and not. So, Johnny, you're in a vehicle. So what happens now, Johnny? you got a van full of troublemakers. Yep. For the first time, you guys see me carrying something that looks like a gun, uh, but as I sling, you realize it's a grapple gun. Okay, just to give everybody a quick rundown on what I can and cannot do so that we're all on the same page. Okay, Gloria is not meant to be a combat vehicle, per se. Okay, she does not have any major offensive weapons loaded in. Instead, I will pretty much like a carrier, I have a bunch of drones that do that for me, but that means I'll have to deploy them first. I also have a little bit of uh, protection for you people in here. I've got a sat link, spoof chip, zipper strip, morphing license plate, and if something were to happen to me, I have manual control override. Okay? I also have electronic countermeasures. But... Just to let all you uh, gun bunnies know, there are three different gun ports that you can pop your weapons out of. Right, left, and rear. So, remember that. So, she's not very, she's not fast, fast. She's not that great off-road, okay? The idea is to try to keep trouble away. We all on the same page? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm a fan of keeping trouble away from us. Sorry, right. Jack. Sounds good. Hopefully, if we can get uh, I can get up enough funds, I'm going to turn uh, Layla into the more of the combat beast, but that's down the road. You get no argument out of me. If we can do this without fighting, so much the better. And if it comes to fighting, it best not come to shooting. Also, when he mentioned uh, gun bunnies, I happened to look around at the group. I know, I'm pretty sure Padre does not have a gun. I know Sans and I do not have guns. Does Johnny have a gun? Does Lately and the Duke? Duke definitely has a gun of the people. A gun of the people? Yeah, AK-97, baby. I gotcha. Uh, Lately Lately doesn't have a visible gun. Okay. In the, uh, well, if you need a weapons port, period. But if anybody needs it, I've got a spare Remington 950 in uh, in Pat's uh, little compartment behind the driver's seat. Not much, but it'll do. Perfect. I am not bringing my work bag because those things do not have licenses. Those only come on jobs where we have a much better idea that we will not be noticed. Yeah, I'm going to flip my comlink over to start running silent. So, Johnny, do you redline it to this place? Not this time. I kinda, please, no, I'll please keep, no, please no. Yeah, I'll keep it under, uh, I'll be nice. I'll keep it only one mile over the speed limit. And none <laughs> of that grid, li- grid link crap. Gloria is not grid link enabled. No, she, the only control she's under is mine. I'm going to ask uh, Johnny to find a spot nearby. Uh, could you find a spot, maybe a with a block or so, to drop me off on foot? No problem. You want yeah, me to? Where do you want me to post? Because I think getting where uh, I say within half a kilometer of where we're supposed to pick this thing up, I can pop a couple eyes in the sky, and we can keep an eye on the comings and goings. Okay, Johnny, red line. I does your vehicle have grid link override? It doesn't have grid link access, period. So grid link override doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I am going to need um an etiquette test or a sneaking test. Can I help? Sure. Can I roll in the main test? Or I have to be driving to do that, never mind. I give you three bonus dice. Alright, give me just a second here. Yeah, and uh, Rob, Two. sometime can you get the link to your character and vehicle sheets uh, into the document? I thought I did already. 
at the very least, I think I got everything posted on the forum board, but uh, I did notice something about the PDF. It, it, for some reason, it's not listing half of the mods on the uh, Econovan. But, yeah, I'll get those to you. But anyway, sneak test, two hits. Okay. All right. You uh, have uh, driven the van through uh, this uh, urban area, and uh, you said you were getting within uh, half a kilometer, half a mile, something like that? Once he finds a good spot about a block away, I'm going to uh, shed my armor jacket, uh, don my ballistic mask, and uh, pull up the hood of my chameleon suit, engage it, and slip off into an alley. And I want to then uh, basically just uh, use my climbing skill and my grapple gun, if necessary, or uh, gecko tape to um, uh, kind of uh, get get some altitude. And you're, depending on what the buildings are like around here, though, I just want to get a good kind of stealthy cover position where I can view where the area is supposed to, where, where the van is supposed to be, and be within uh, you know maybe about. 50 meters or less. Okay. Uh, Johnny? Yep. You uh, were driving nearby, and it started at uh, like half a mile away, and then you're going to get closer? I was thinking about getting within, trying to find a spot within half a kilometer of where the pickup is supposed to be, or they're going to deposit the van uh, we're supposed to pick up, and I was going to deploy a drone to sort of provide uh, overwatch for us put it high up in the sky so we can get a good view of who's coming and going. Sam, Sans is six hits kind of sneaky. Okay, so you're launching a drone. What kind of drones are you launching? You know, an MCT fly spy sounds pretty good right about now. Okay, so that's a, a very small drone, a mini drone? Yep, it's micro drone. Micro drone. You launch it. Um, does it have stealth? Uh, no, but it has sensor. Yes, it does have stealth. Okay. Could you go ahead and roll its uh, pilot plus stealth? Uh, are you sending on auto, or you're not rigging, jumping into it? I'm setting on auto for now with uh, basically once I find a spot to park, it's going straight up. Okay. Go ahead and uh, do its uh, pilot plus stealth roll. One hit. And I think I'm going to switch to regular dice. <laughs> I think you should use at least five or six-sided dice. <laughs> Wah, wah. All right, so you've launched your uh, fly spy. You've parked. Um, what are you going to do now? I'm going to survey the area. What do the buildings look like? What do the uh, alleyways look like? What's the street traffic? Does this everything look like it would? Does anything look kind of might be out of place? You know, basically just getting the lay of the land. Okay, so it's Panama City. Uh, by built up here just means it's like two or three story buildings um, in this various areas. The, the street layout isn't regular or square. It's as if uh, this town or village is, you know, built up over time and followed uh, the geography. Um, it's um, the middle of the day. Uh, there's actually a lot less foot traffic or traffic than you would expect as if people are taking a two or three hour uh, uh, break here. It is uh, very tropical and humid this time of day. Um, is that the famous siesta I keep hearing about? Uh, they don't actually call it that here, but yes. Oh, we should have waited. <laughs> um, 
so you know it's easy enough for you to drive down one thing the, uh, the streets aren't uh, super wide you, you one of the reasons that they use the step fans around here that's probably some of the largest that a vehicle could be to get down uh, some of the side streets where things deliveries are made so big red trucks and stuff don't go through town here there are a few streets they could be driven on but uh, not really uh, in, uh, here so that's the kind of terrain you're in it's uh, probably tight uh, and convoluted terrain uh, you're half a click away uh, there's no direct line of sight it's not like the streets run straight for half a kilometer that you can see it um, you think it would be challenging to go through back streets. You typically take a main street and then go off the main street to go in back streets, which are much narrower. You can think of the main streets are two lanes wide and the back streets are one lane wide. Okay. As I'm, as I'm looking at all this, I'm, uh, kind of making notes in the map soft, tried to, and, uh, coming up with possible escape routes and things of that nature. I'm doing a stealthy parkour, basically, uh, from rooftop to rooftop to get to uh, the target location, to where I would have a, a, a view of it, preferably from above, maybe about two stories up. This I'm going to avoid, buildings. Go ahead. Go avoid buildings that look like they have, uh, you know, that look, they look too shiny or have, you know, have uh, obvious signs of security. Okay. And I'd um, like to help with that map that he's making. I do have a navigation skill, if I can help in any way. Rock on. All right, As we yeah. get down within a uh, hundred meters or so of it, I'd like to start uh, looking with matrix perception for anything that looks suspicious on the matrix stuff, running silent, anything with an attack rating, that kind of thing. Same here. Okay. So Johnny, uh, Mapsoft will, I believe, add the die and uh, to your limit for any navigation tests. So Jane, if you need a navigation test, uh, whenever that comes up, uh, you can certainly add to it. Uh, lately, and uh, the Duke of Decks, if you guys could do a matrix perception test like that. Um, Sans, if you could do me uh, your athletics or parkour test and a sneaking test, please. Hey, lately, do you want me to assist you? And can I assist lately as opposed to doing it myself? Absolutely. I'm guessing lately's probably a little bit better at this than I am. I'm sorry, and who's making a sneaking test and can I assist? <laughs> Sans is making a sneaking test. I don't Never know mind. If you went with him. No, nope. won't be able to assist. Uh, six, six hits of sneaky. Lately, you get three extra dice for me on your roll. And five hits of being athletic. I'm assuming I get the assisted climbing bonus between the gecko tape and the grappling uh, gun when needed. That's nine hits on my metrics perception test. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, by the way, for sneakiness, just to be clear, I have thermal damping as well, so anything that's trying to see me through thermal is minus six dice to see me. Okay. Um, lately, you have nine hits on your matrix perception. What are you looking for? Anything that's running silent and specifically anything with an attack rating, basically anything that stands out from the rest of the, the neighborhood. Um, within 100 meters, the item's running silent. Um, there are none, assuming Sands has uh, gotten out of range. Uh, things with attack ratings. Uh, yes, there are, um, there is, um, a persona or icon with an attack rating. It is, uh, tracking, uh, yes, you see something. Is it the Duke of Dex? It is not the Duke of Dex. 
Aha. Does it look like it's uh, near the location that we're uh, we're going to? Can I track the, the location of it? Do I need to get marks on it for that? How do you run tracking items in the Matrix? Wow, pretty much everything needs marks. But this is uh, actually... Uh, it's, uh, it's very visible. You can take a look at it and ask me questions about it. It does. Yeah. It looks like a, a robotic Jaguar. Well, that doesn't sound good. I'll let folks know that there is a likely matrix support here, possibly as matrix support. What with the whole Jaguar look of its icon. Well, Jaguars are very, very popular in this part of the world. Yes. Yes. I'm sure it has nothing to do with acid land, uh, Security, yes. <laughs> so, you have uh, any other questions or things you want to ask? I guess I'd like to know what uh, what the rate and the device rating of the persona is. Uh, Padre, did you have? Uh, well, you were a sensing. Did you make that roll? That's okay. I did not ask you, so apology is definitely accepted. Excellent. Uh, yes, the astral is there. Um, lately, the device rating is five. Okay. And does it look like it's, uh, the icon is doing anything? Is it interacting with anything? Is it, uh, is it moving around? And, uh, just as a heads up for you, I'm running silent and pretty well hidden by my sleaze. Um, I had also asked you to cover me under his sleaze blanket. I'm not sure if he acquiesced or not. Oh, you asked the Duke that, not me. Yeah, I did. That's what I was just saying. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, we can do that, definitely. Okay. So I will be under the Duke's uh, blanket protection for sleaze. Um, so this uh, robotic uh, Jaguar, which um, is there, it is, uh, you see it kind of um, crouching down, sniffing the air with its whiskers, um, it is uh, tracking a device or icon in the matrix. It's following it. Aha. Can we make some kind of attempt to see what he's tracking? I'm not quite sure what action that would be other than maybe like a snoop. Yeah, what is the icon that it's following? Well, uh, one way you could uh, figure it out is to, you know what that icon looks like or persona. You could look at other icons or personas around and see if it's made marks on them. You would be able to tell uh, by looking at those other ones that uh, whatever it's put a mark on would be one thing to do. Yeah, I guess I will start doing that, surveying the other icons in the area. And my agent, myself, and uh, possibly the Duke will uh, split things up and start looking to see what might have its uh, marks would it be easier to snoop on the Jaguar to try and intercept traffic if it's got a mark on the target that it's following as opposed to just trying to pick it out of the general matrix traffic that's in the area? That can be done as well. That will be um, kind of the electronic warfare and uh, sniffing thing, wherever that is. Yeah, I'm going to try and do that because I'll probably be a little bit better at that thing. No, maybe it'd be better at the perception. All right, I'm going to roll some dice for you. Uh, Lately. Is this another perception test? Okay, so the Snoop test is electronic warfare and intuition. If and what's for, for looking... I think he was planning on not doing that because you'd probably be better looking at other items looking for the marks. Yeah, I've got better matrix perception than I do uh, just a raw electronic warfare skill. 
Well, it's electronic warfare plus intuition for the Snoop. Uh, yeah, that would only be seven dice as opposed to eight for my perception running silent. Okay. Um, so whichever way you guys uh, want to do that. So I'm assisting lately, and I give him three days and one to its limit. Okay. Um, so just uh, uh, who is not running any device that's uh, not silent in the team? I don't understand the question, but I have um, a number of devices that are all running silent. Yeah, I know, Sans, you declared you were running silent, and I know Taduka Dex is running silent, and I know that Lately is running silent. I don't have anything too terribly interesting that's running silent um, that I'm slave to. Um, some basic uh, some basic eye modifications and um, some communications gear, but uh, the most criminal perhaps might be my active chameleon suit, which I believe is restricted and is currently running. All right, but you, you're running all of that in your pan, and you're running you're running your comic silent, right? Yeah, I'm running silent and um, hopefully uh, uh, safely under Duke's sleaze blanket. Right. So, Jane, you're running silent? I have not declared that, no. I'm asking you now. Food's arrived. If someone says to run silent, I will run silent. Uh, Johnny? Yes? Are you running silent? Eh, for the most part, yeah. And uh, everything, including your vehicle, is a slave to your pan? Indeedy. For added fun, the uh, deck that I have running silent has wrapper on it, and it's disguised as a comlink of equivalent to device rating. And the devices attached to it are uh, disguised as ARFID uh, clothing trackers. Oh, man, I should slave to your pan. <laughs> I, I seem to remember the... Uh, I, I... I actually forgotten that you you had brought up that your uh your tech is uh, specifically designed for being uh really good for for that. So uh Johnny, what's uh, the rating of your comlink? Not using a comlink, using the RCC. Yeah. What's the rating of your RCC? <laughs> Device rating four. Okay, so lately were you is it Dukadex was assisting you or were you yes. guys doing that independently? Yeah, he's assisting me and my agent on that perception test that I got four hits on with 17 dice Okay, for so looking for marks that the Jaguar might have on things around it. Uh, the Jaguar currently has two marks on uh, Johnny Redline's uh, RCC. Oh, that's not good. Hey, Johnny, you got me. Not for long. <laughs> Um, I'm, going to, the, I'm going to start jamming. Do I have eyes on the target location yet? Uh, we will get to that in a moment, but you've, okay. you've had it there, and you're going along your rooftops and parkour and jumping off balconies and verandas and uh, having a lot of fun uh, heading over there in your chameleon suit. It is kind of hot and sweaty, but, you know, you've got all of that stuff that just wicks away all of the sweat and leaves your skin nice and cool and dry. So uh, it's not too bad. You think if you need to do a bit long, then, you know, those uh, water reservoir pouches that are there would, uh, would definitely, and also your thermal dampening would definitely um, not last too much longer in these conditions. But you're you're totally on the way there. Okay. All right. So now that uh, you have this information lately, yeah, and I'm going to not send a text message to Redline. I believe we're in the same vehicle. I'm going to whisper in his ear that uh, somebody has marks on his uh, 
Somebody has marks on your RCC. Okay. Well, well, I can do one of two things. I can set up a, I'm gonna throw up a jammer and see if that'll shake them, which ought to be fun. Or I could just shut, I could just shut it all down and dump them. So, uh, you Matrix guys, what do you think? I say crank the noise, make them work for it. Okay, jammer up. That's not gonna reset the marks that are already on you, though. You might need to clear those off. We can do what we can to help you on that. But do it. Uh, if you can, uh, if you can do it, that might not reveal that uh, we're here watching over you. Okay. What if you, what if you shut down instead? Well, out of game. If you rebooted your RCC, that would um, that would clear the marks, but it also might tip them off that you've noticed. The, doing the the noise might do the same. That would definitely raise well, attention. It's either it's one half one, one half the other at this point. Because yeah, how legal jammers. Yeah. If if the deckers peel off the marks uh, the hard way. Um, that would probably be the quietest approach, but oh, I'm still I, likely to notice. <laughs> I got lights of dice in that, but uh, yeah, we could always do that. But, uh, Why don't we try that first? I'm just throwing my Shadowrun Matrix knowledge out there. So, so you are, you know, for all that it's uh, well, no longer really a third world country, but uh, it's uh, Panama City. You are in the downtown urban area good guide was used to you know people drive around it's siesta so there aren't many people walking around doing they're all taking shelter but you're thinking of turning on a jammer here i think we're going to try and erase the marks uh all right so what's uh, what's your action guys tell me i'm going to erase a mark on as a rcc if i can okay that is a computer plus logic uh role Yep, and for me and my skills and some of my boost, that's going to be 15 dice, I think. Minus two because we're running silent. And I'll be doing the same as him on the other mark. I'm going to shut down my comlink just in case, and then I will boot back up and uh, run it silent. The Duke got three hits on his mark removal test. Four hits here. Okay, um, there are still two marks on the device. Do you guys want to try again? Yeah, I say reboot it. Okay, reboot device. And I'll reboot my deck at the same time, just in case. Okay, so Johnny, you are rebooting your RCC. Yep. And Jane, you reboot and reset? Uh, yes. Lately, and the Duke of Dex, what are you guys doing? I'm going to go rebooting at the same time. The Duke? Yep. Since I've got the uh, sleaze pan going, um, I'm leaving that up for the time being, but I'll go ahead and take a look and see if I have your marks on me at this point. If you want me to. Well, go ahead and uh, do a matrix perception test. Six hits. Uh, you, the Duke of Dex does not have uh, any of these particular marks on him. Do I have uh, any marks on me? I don't know if you've let anybody else have marks on you, which you very well may have, uh, considering lately is there. Yeah, not, not of my current uh, cell. And I just rebooted anyway. Yeah, so you might have Sans marks. No, he's got marks on my stuff. I don't have marks on his. Uh, I don't know who he's invited to mark him. Okay. So you have all rebooted, or most of you rebooted, except the Duke of Dex and Sands. Uh, I assume Padre is just uh, going to go along with the group, uh, which he has already said. All right. So what is your next step, guys? I'm thinking we should uh, get some marks on this fellow and find out where he is. If we can get a couple of marks on him and trace him back to where he is, that might be able to give us an, an edge on him. What do you think, Duke? You up for that? Yeah, do we want to be quiet or we want to go loud? Why would we go loud? Way more fun. How quickly can you do that? 
a few seconds if it works well. Great. If he puts up a fight, could take longer. You know, it's it's like asking how quick can you, know, you can put down a uh, guy in a bar, right? So then the question becomes, is messing with him going to add charges if we are caught? Yes. I don't think we're going to get any kind of trial down here. No, I didn't mean trial. The truck is the goal. The stuff is the goal. If he's as he's security, tracing him might let us know that. If he isn't as he's security, maybe he's uh, maybe he's Mr. Bitey's friend. But tra- uh, tracking him down might give us that information. True. I'm going to out here, and then Duke kind of buckles himself into whatever seat he's in and goes into a hot sim. All right, so what's the action you're taking? Uh, am I in position yet? Uh, I think we're going to do some of this uh, matrix stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and resolve it. It's happening at the speed of the matrix. You're whole, This whole time, Sans, you're in the middle of this jump <laughs> crossing this alley. So, like, you you're, we can imagine, like, the began with your foot on the leading edge and you're jumping off and all this stuff is happening, you know, it's like the then, last, and then, like the last hour of inception. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And then you're going to land on the other roof and then we'll, we'll go from there. Duke, are you hacking on the fly or using brute force? Yeah, this will be hack on the fly. I figure uh, until we need to, I mean, I like to go brute force, but uh, you know, we can be quiet. I know we're not trying to break anything. So okay. can I assist him on the hack on the fly? Sure. All right, my agent, and I will assist you. I need to get me one of those agents when we have a chance. That's what I spent my uh, my high availability use on. On what? We, you know, we could get one item of extra yeah. high availability. I, I use it on this agent. Oh, nice. Okay, so that's up to seven dice bonus for you and plus two to your limit. I can take six of those dice. So hot sim puts me at 18 dice, running silent puts me back down to 16, plus 6 of that, 22 dice. With 22 dice, I get 11 hits. Is that limited? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've done that. It's a sleaze action, but it's got a plus 2 because you've got a couple of assists. So let's see, my sleaze rating right now is 6, but you said it's plus 2, so I'd still get 8 of those. And you might have programs running that could boost it as a higher. Uh, let me see. And since uh, you knew you were going to do this, you could have rearranged your attributes to have your sleeves higher. Yeah, I'm running my sleeve setup right now. So programs I'm running is Stealth, Toolbox, Wrapper, Virtual Machine, and Baby Monitor. So eight hits total. Uh, you have, uh, you're, you're trying to get a mark, right? You have one mark. Excellent. Can I share? I've never run. Bull Deckers and a group. Can I share that mark information with Lately? No, but there is. Uh, uh, no, you can't do that either. So, no, you really can't uh, do that. Okay. So, if that doesn't cause any kind of a uh, any kind of alert on his end, and it wouldn't because it's hack on the fly, so he doesn't know it's happened yet, or she doesn't know it hasn't happened yet. Yep, you're just accumulating Overwatch. No big deal. Yeah, when I start to get high up there, let me know since I got that baby monitor rendering. Uh, I'll run a trace icon action. Um, is there Lately, is there anything else I want to find out with my uh, one mark, like uh, free info? Well, you need a, a uh, well, you might ask for one of its attributes or something, I guess. Trace uh, icon requires two marks. Two marks, yep. For the second one, you've got the same plus seven dice and plus two to your limit. All right, so 22 dice again. Uh, I've got Eight hits again. You have one more mark, so now you have two marks. 
All right, now I can run my trace action. Oh, let's see. Computer and intuition, so it's going to be 6 and 5, 11. Uh, is that a negative 2 with the uh, running silence still? Yep. All right, I don't nine. think I can assist you because I don't have any marks on him. That's all right. I'll use it if I need to. Unless we have an extra nice GM. Nope. <laughs> when we take down the Matrix and uh, cause crash uh, 3.0, we'll rewrite it in our glory rules. Rule number one, get a nice GM. <laughs> All right, so on Trace uh, Icon, I got five hits on nine dice. You are unsuccessful in tracing where this is. Curses. Well, I'll get into the run that until uh, somebody tells me stop. So you can attempt it again, or you could re-roll failures or roll edge. Uh, looking at my dice pool... Let's try just another shot, but this time I'll pre-edge it since I've got pretty low dice. I need all the help I can get. If you are going to use edge, if you re-roll failures on this roll, or use edge to post-edge, if you just need one more hit. Yeah, I'm just going to do exploding sixes on a new roll. <laughs> I got two hits, and I lose a point of edge. Ouch. You have been unable to determine its exact physical location. There's a whole bunch of AR spam in our uh, in our particular area of the Duke cursing. You could just, uh, you know, black hammer it now. And when you see the smoking ruins of the device, uh, wherever it is, that's when you'll know how to find it. That's true. I'll just swap over to attack mode and just brick it, problem solved. Uh, I'll take one more shot at it. No edge this time. Shouldn't you have had extra dice there on that roll when you edged it? I used the uh, exclamation point after the nine. Well, do you, did you add your edge rating to the roll? It doesn't look like it. It doesn't add it in automatically. All the exclamation point does is activate exploding sixes. I totally thought it added it automatically. I've been doing it wrong all this time. So whatever your edge number is, go ahead and put that in and put the bang. So I didn't get any sixes, so no worries there. Yeah, but you should have roll more dice. What's your edge attribute? Three. So roll three, three dice with the exclamation point in it. There you go. Three. I don't think that changes anything, but... No, nah, probably not. Yeah, at some point I should add the uh, the functionality so it can know what your edge is and add that in. I should have been able to figure that out before, though. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> okay, what are you going to do now? So I'm going to take one more crack at it, no edge, see what happens, and then we're going to move to phase B of this operation. And I got four hits. I have five. Curses! I wonder if I have any programs that help with Trace Icon. Let me look real quick. Anybody else remember off the Anybody else remember off the top of the head what that might be? Anything that raises your data processing? Well, I'm running that already. A uh, nice dose of Psyche. Track? Does track work? Like the skill? No, there's a program. There's a track program. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Let me look. It doesn't matter. I don't have it. It adds two to your data processing attribute. Also, if your target is running sneak, it negates the plus two die pool bonus for that program. One of those bonuses, not both. Well, if I get a third mark, will that basically give me what I want? Or do I still need to trace them? Well, if you have a third mark, you could just ask the device to tell you where it is, and it will tell you. Oh, that's so much easier. I'm just going to go for a third mark. Lately, roll some dice to assist. I'll see what I can do. That is six dice and plus two to your limit. I should really be having my agent do all the hacking. It's getting way better rules than I am. <laughs> I know, right? 
it just got five hits versus my one hit on that. So I got six hits on my uh, next hack on the fly for the third mark. And I think now well, I'm going to bump up at eight, so I'm not going to use any edge. All right, you get your third mark. Device, where are you located? And if there's anything else cool that you can tell me, such as who's connected to it. All right, so Overwatch score increases by the number of the hits the target gets on its defense test. So we're, so it's just a quick check of a baby monitor. You're getting up uh, at 30. And I got to cash out at 40, right? Uh, before then, hopefully, yeah. All right, so you have your three marks. What do you do? Uh, I want to see where this device is located. Okay, it is uh, it is on the same block at you, about three floors up, uh, looking down uh, from a rooftop. Uh, it apparently is some kind of uh, anthropomorphic uh, jaguar drone um, uh, that's been kind of hanging out on the rooftop, looking down at the street and uh, checking out stuff uh, in there. It's... Uh, uh, you get a cool little uh, arrow a window that shows uh, Johnny Redline's beautiful uh, vehicle right there in the street. I think if you like made it zoom in, you might be able to see yourself through one of those tinted windows. If it could see through the tinted windows, but uh, it's right there. In fact, if you like poked your head out and took out your AK-97, you could just shoot it off that rooftop. No big deal. Could I get a perception Sweet. test from uh, Jane? Uh, Johnny, uh, Lately, uh, Padre, and the Duke of Dex, please. While we're rolling that, I'm going to pass that location on to Sands. Uh, what type of perception check is this? Visual, auditory? Did I land on the rooftop yet? Sands, you have landed. Okay. <laughs> You're quite far away because you've been heading towards the target location to go scope it out. Everybody else, you may roll a perception test as you, uh, as you choose. The information you'll get will be according to what perception test you do. Four hits on visual out of 11. I'm hot sim, so I probably can't make that roll. I'm distracted by using AR extensively here, and I get zero hits on my perception test. Four hits. Well, uh, the Duke, you can use matrix perception. Oh, okay. Sweet. So two minus two, that's an 11. And Duke gets four hits. Okay. Um, do kiss with Johnny. Did you get hits? Generally? I got four. Four. Did you pick any particular line, kind or just perception? Well, considering I'm in the rigor cocoon right now, I use the sensors for the, from through the vehicle. All right, totally. Okay. Um, Jane and uh, Padre, um, you there's a distinctive uh, uh, change in lighting that you, even in this bright daylight, you can tell somewhere nearby there's these red and blue strobing lights going on that are reflecting off of reflective surfaces, kind of uh, adding its hue and color to various buildings around here. Uh, that you, Boy, this is just really familiar uh, to you, that this red and blue uh, color pattern and lighting appearing uh, in there. Lately, you, you don't see any of this. Uh, Johnny, uh, not only is this is red and blue, you're pretty sure that your systems are picking up the sounds of sirens and uh, kind of uh, uh, the general, um, uh, uh, an interesting side effect that uh, you know, suddenly the traffic that you've been kind of tracking 
Not that there's very much of it at all, but that's suddenly totally dropped off as if no vehicles are entering this area, no pedestrians are coming in or uh, moving, or everybody's moving away uh, or out of this area uh, uh, from you. And the Duke of Dex, you have four hits on your Matrix Perception. Oh, um, that, uh, that Jaguar, uh, you can, uh, it's uh, very interesting. But um, uh, what you can tell is that um, before it was its own icon that's there and you were interacting with it, um, uh, what happens now is uh, you've um, – that uh, something, uh, it's being kind of slaved or taken over uh, with, uh, um, uh, well, actually, it's almost as if uh, something's jumped into it. And the company's now official. So, um, so Sands, I would like you to do a perception test, please. Oh, is he back from... Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I had to look up stuff and then yell at a noisy kid. I get three hits in my perception. I couldn't remember if I had anything with um, um, enhancements. All right. So you, you've jumped to this rooftop. You've arrived in target area. You can see, yeah, this is really uh, this Aztec governor with um, uh, uh, the transit company's name on it. Hang on. Okay. I'm going to get a free uh, transit cartage uh, there. And uh, it's uh, in this kind of uh, one lane wide, one vehicle wide street in the back. Uh, the back is open, um, and uh, you can see uh, one side of the street has a, a door, uh, like a loading door open. Uh, there's no one there. Um, the other side of the street, the back, uh, right opposite it, it's uh, interesting, but you totally uh, think that that is a brothel. Uh, right there, uh, in there. There's uh, these arrows. Um, you're uh, in there with uh, some pretty graphic uh, pictures, uh, kind of in there that that are triggered. Uh, and you're spray, watching, I'm and you see my this filters up to high. Yep, and you see uh, this uh, somebody, a woman. Uh, in uh, she's got a free transit Carthage. Uh, uh, shirt on with the logo on the back you see her go through this see her back as she goes through this door and the beads all kind of move back into place as you see her go into this into uh the brothel okay um i'll transmit the imagery of what i'm seeing here uh, minus the brothel advertisements and ar which my uh comlink is hopefully uh, gradually figuring out how to filter out so they don't clutter up my field of vision and as you guys are starting to worry about police, I'm saying, all right, I have observation of the target location. Looks like it's unmanned currently, and the driver has gone into the building. So, uh, tell like you guys are you know, in a position to have an interesting time. So far. I might just, uh, I might just have to unload all those bo- half of those boxes by myself and drive off with the van. <laughs> all right, I am back. Yay! Welcome Everybody stop back. talking about him. <laughs> Johnny... Could you tell me what your vehicle looks like? I, you, you told everybody all those features, but do you like paint it special colors, or how, how does it look? It looks however I want it to look, and I've probably got it programmed right now to look like just another delivery van. It's got um, chameleon coating on it, which means I can pre-program it what I want it to look like. But as far as body style, just think a regular old delivery van. 
So am I hearing messages about all this stuff involving the police and the, uh, the Matrix Jaguar drone? Um, or is that all being said verbally where it couldn't possibly be picked up by electronic means? No, the, since the Duke is in hot sim, he's sending messages to you guys. All right, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to shut my pan down altogether, and I'll check back in um, once I reset. But I'll be running silent and separate. That way you don't have to worry about me while you take care of what you have to take care of. And I'll proceed to reset my pan. Okay, so, uh, Jane, Johnny, Lately, Padre, and the Duke of Dex are in Johnny's uh, beautiful van, pretending to be just like any other van, except it's not on grid guide and it's running silently under his uh, RCC. And uh, the cops are there, and there's a little Jaguar. Uh, the cops are on their way, and there is uh, somebody in a little Jaguar drone a pie that has paid special attention to them while they are in the downtown or urbanized part of Panama, uh, Panama City. So what are you guys going to do? Rebooting deck into brute force configuration. Does this, can I get a beat on whether or not this guy, this, uh, how many vehicles are coming to our way? Is it one, many, or what? Mm, you probably think that uh, it's more than one. Well, does, does it look like they're zeroing in on us? Uh, I think the fact that uh, um, uh, they're certainly coming into your area. And the lack of street traffic seems to suggest they're coming here. Well, looks like somehow we're made. But he said, I'm giving it about five seconds and we're out of here. Jane, are you doing anything? I am waiting the five seconds and for us to be out of here. Padre, so where you are with Johnny is not that close to uh, where... Oh. Actually, Johnny, can you give me a, a sensor test for your flyspy? Yep. And as my, comlink, as my comlink comes online, I hear Padre's question. I say, I'm in position for the van, but I'm not you, too terribly good for the heavy lifting right now. Don't have the so right drugs for that. You are can you within. Send, can you send a spirit or something to help me do the lifting? All right. Well, um, let me observe the place first. I want to make sure it's not a trap if I'm going in alone. You Two guys, hits. Uh, you Sorry. guys lose the fuzz. Good luck. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, uh, Johnny, your fly spy is giving a feed. There's at least uh, two uh, from two different directions. Uh, the distinctive uh, red and blue flashing lights are uh, heading in towards your location. I'm going to do a quick police procedures roll. I have a feeling they're trying to box, box us in, but I'm going to try to confirm it. Absolutely. That's uh, really a pretty simple command. You can either tell it to go to Sands and do what he says. Uh, what's your magic rating? So Sands is close enough, I believe. It's magic times 100 meters that they can go. Yeah, I think so. And so he is close enough. You can actually do, like, go to Sands, and then you can have it use its service, and it won't be counted as a remote service for now. And uh, uh, I'm going to slip down to ground level. And um, readjust the programming on my chameleon suit to reflect the um, suggestion of the appearance of a uniform. Um, and I'm going to try to be a little bit sneaky about it. I'm going to slip up to the van, start um, you know, pointing out crates, and uh, you know, basically have the, the spirit um, help me unload crates. I'm going to grab smaller ones. I'll have the spirit load, unload bigger ones. And uh, just go about getting half of the stuff unloaded just right there on the sidewalk. Just acting like I'm supposed to be there. 
Okay, uh, Johnny, you were going to roll some dice for that uh, police? I did. I got two hits. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you think it's pretty standard, like uh, they're going to seal the streets off around your block um, uh, as a first response? So, uh, obviously, you'd want to move and get out of where they would trap you in, in one street? I do send a text directly to Jane that says, It's good to meet you again. Keep an eye on those and help them not get killed through this. Uh, so, Padre, you had a you had an already bound spirit that you sent off to Sansa do it, so you don't need to summon another one. Are you going to summon another one right now? Never hurts to have a, a combat spirit handy. Yep. Another text to Jane. Try not to catch any bullets yourself either, please. Well, I mean, we are illegally in the country. Fair. Okay, when we get stopped, you tell them that it's okay we're, uh, we're allowed to be here, okay? I'm just going to say Verbally, uh, Padre, this is what we call in the shadows as the Drek hitting the fan. You are in the Drek right now. <laughs> Good luck. Can I use navigation or sneaking or something of the sort to assist in us getting away faster? Absolutely. So let's let's run through it. Jane, you're going to, uh, which you already did before, uh, uh, be able to advise Johnny on exit routes, escape routes, whatever. So go ahead and do that navigation roll now. That will help with uh, what he's doing there. Johnny, you, the five seconds are, are there. What are you going to do? You're- We're gone. Okay. So uh, you're leaving. How is that happening? Give me one second. I have to see whether or not this is going to go. I'm going to do this quietly or not. To... Uh, hits to assist on navigation. Okay. And uh, Padre, you want to go ahead and make that summoning roll? Uh, lately in the Duke of Dex, uh, you have uh, kind of this infinite time in the Matrix to do stuff. Uh, if you want to get ready, what are you guys going to do? I'm going to start breaking the hell out of that Jaguar. Damn. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, believe- uh, <clears throat> first thing I'm doing is rebooting my deck because I'm guessing my... Uh, my God score is getting pretty high up there. You will lose those three marks that you have on him. I don't have any marks on him. I assisted the Duke on that. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll lose three marks as well. I'm not that worried about it at this point. Yeah, you're rebooting okay. into combat mode, so you lost your Overwatch score, and you're ready to kick some ass, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, oh, yeah, there's going to be fire. If only oh. there was a squad of gangers, we could burn down their entire house and murder them all. <laughs> they're all when it hits <laughs> but you're probably capped at six because that's the force and once i'm rebooted i'd like to use matrix perception to see through the walls of the buildings around us to try to spot any incoming drones or police vehicles and pass that information on to redline so that he can use that in plotting his escape route and at some point jane takes a second to text sans back to say if not we'll probably see you again in five more years Okay, so uh, Johnny, you uh, you sounded like you had a terrible dice roll or something. Nope. Well, it kind of depends. You see, I got the quality thrill seeker. I need to make a composure test to see whether or not I say screw it and just stomp the ga- on the metaphorical gas pedal. Out of the six dice, I need to make, out of the six dice I roll for that. I need it two, and I got two. So I'm behaving myself this time. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but whatever you were doing at first, before you suddenly moved closer to your microphone and it made it sound good, um, just just be aware of that because before that it sounded really far away and echoey. Okay, is it my, am I okay now? 
Yes. Okay. So basically using Jane's suggestion combined with the overlay map I, ha I, I was compiling, we're making our way out. And I'm going to try to avoid any local security entanglements. Also okay. sending remote, also using free action, send a command to my drone, recover. All right. All right. Uh, Johnny, can I get a pilot uh, plus ground craft uh, test from you, please? Stand by. Uh, lately in the Duke of Dex, you guys are rebooting, and then one of you at least was going to do matrix perception. Yep, I'm going to well. be... I'm going to be looking for uh, drones and vehicles that, uh, you know, security drones and vehicles that may be converging on us and uh, reporting their locations to Redline so that he can use that to try to plot his escape. Nine hits. Nice. All right. So, Johnny, you're going to be able to very smoothly get to the corner or the end of the street and make that first turn, and uh, uh, and uh, it's in the direction that Jane has indicated to go that way and left. Uh, so you just you, you're able to do that. Um, you think uh, uh, in this kind of maneuver that's probably going to get you out of the sight line of these uh, security forces uh, as they come down the street to try and block this off. So you've kind of escaped the initial boxing in trap uh, that's in there. Uh, lately, you've got uh, nine hits. Uh, seven, I hit my, or eight, rather, I hit my limit. You hit your eight on your matrix perception. Um, the Duke of Dex, what are you doing? You were just uh, assisting him with his matrix perception, but since he tapped out, it doesn't matter. Oh, then I do get nine hits with the assist. Okay, because it raises the limit as well. Um, all right, nine hits. So first of all, um, uh, you know, the area has transformed. All of the devices and anything here in augmented reality, uh, things like advertisements, uh, all that spam, all of this actually switched off. This area has become plastered with uh, yellow and black <coughs> diagonal stripe uh, um, uh, motif. The obvious thing that warns everybody in this area that has any augmented reality on that Hey, you shouldn't be here. It's like a construction zone, danger zone. Uh, that's all. Uh, that's all over the place here. The, like whole facade of the building has that overlay on it uh, in there. Don't don't go here. Um, the, the streets are blocked off um, uh, in there. But uh, and then um, you can tell significantly less devices are here uh, that or that you can that uh, are attached to things like vehicles and drones and other things are here. Um, the Jaguar drone is uh, still there uh, in that area. You have a pretty good idea it was there, even though it's running silent. You can kind of check, is that silent running thing right there? That's easy. You can pick that up again. Uh, you know, know what it was. So that's the uh, basic stuff uh, that's immediately available. Then specifically, you wanted to focus on uh, these uh, first responders, these vehicles that are heading in the direction. And uh, one, they're about four to six blocks away, uh, heading here very rapidly um, to your previous location. Uh, and you can tell um, that between those vehicles and this location, um, they've probably cleared the traffic because they're coming really fast. Uh, uh, here to to that street. Is there anything else that you're interested in looking at lately? Does it look like, based on the the uh, uh, 
devices around us that there are any other clear paths that we might be able to take out of here, perhaps by, uh, by breaking line of sight with the drone, uh, following one of the incoming routes they've already nicely cleared out for us, and then breaking off onto a, a side street or something like that? Um, so the general situation is like the air, the block, the street you were on for that block, that was isolated. And, uh, Johnny has moved out of it. Once you moved out of it, um, there's less traffic nearby, but none of those areas were sealed or traffic directed, uh, anywhere in particular. So there's no, uh, direct line other than directly to, uh, either of the approaching vehicle. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you, uh, and you know that there was uh, obviously that one Jaguar drone in there. Um, you do think that, um, um, uh, those are ground vehicles that are approaching. Um, you haven't really picked up or seen if there's, um, an air vehicle of some kind. You think just you, I, you do have security procedures, right? I've got border security procedures. Oh, that's a great one. You know that there's very likely an aerial component to this response that you haven't located yet. Okay. Um, I, I'd also like to uh, have us read off some stuff that we've been seeing in text uh, just between uh, Ken and, and me. So, Ken, can you read off what you said? I say over comms, yes. And I think the, the the Duke texts yes, and then I also say, and any police drones, vehicles, spirits, or personnel you encounter without hesitation, Padre, you're in it now. It's survival. Agreed. Do not kill if you if you can avoid it. And there are many ways to avoid it. And making use of the the uh, matrix information that I've gleaned and everything else I'm pulling in from people's communications. I, I don't know if Johnny Redline is willing to think of me as a leader. I'm an elf, so, you know, they probably should. But I'd like to use leadership to uh, direct him on the best way to escape this trap. Sure, go for it. Um, so, the Duke of Dex, you get uh, four hits on your data spike? Correct. Um, do you want to leave it at that? Because right now that's not working, or are you just going to try again? No, I'll try. Yeah. Okay. That's five hits on leading Johnny Redline to safety. All right. So, Johnny, you will get uh, five hits and add five to your limit uh, on uh, basically uh, uh, doing this route uh, to safety. So, um, Johnny, you've had a great start so far uh, with your first roll. You want to do a another pilot ground calf roll uh, with that uh, health Standby. in there. Okay. Padre, you're, you've kind of... You open the window, open the window, look at the drone, and go zap. Don't forget to stick your hand out one of the gun ports or something. You you have to use the gun <laughs> port because it is it, it is a physical physical spell that comes off of you. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it, you'll hit the vehicle you're in. Yeah, and you. Well, Johnny probably will. Well, he actually he won't get mad because he probably die, but um, everybody else might be mad. Okay, um, is this... You capped at eight hits unless you edged it or something. Okay, so I just have an agility plus reaction roll for this? Uh, I think just reaction intuition. Just the like reaction intuition roll? Yeah, like any, any other range defense test. So net six hits on a force eight lightning bolt? I think that's uh, 14 uh, with AP minus eight. 
AP minus eight, yeah. All right, you have blown up a drone with a bolt of lightning that came out of your vehicle. Uh, <laughs> I take a second shock. to use a free action and say, well, that was subtle. <laughs> Didn't the Duke confirm that somebody jumped into that? Oh, my gosh. That was going to yep. suck for whoever's jumped into that. That was electrical damage plus dump shock. No, no. No, and, and, and I'm to- talking totally out of character, too, as just, you know, fanboying out at that moment of utter destruction and uh, embarrassment and uh, insult to injury to further injury on top of that. Just fantastic. I applaud your destruction, sir. I really uh, think the father's getting to his uh, role here. And uh, I think I'm- you may convert the Duke of Dex and make him a religious man if you keep this up. Hey, you know... To the Duke of Dex, it totally looks like his uh, data spike didn't quite work, <laughs> and it stuttered, and then the icon just, just blew up and disappeared as he's looking at, oh, I guess my data spike was really, really good. You know, the Matrix down here in Central America is, yeah, so-so. Nice job, was, Duke. There was this, like this pause and hesitation, and then the, the icon just disappeared. Yeah, it's just lag. Yeah, you pricked it. A little bit of rubber banding and lag, but yeah, it was totally you. Because you didn't see the lightning. Okay, and we, of course, know that uh, this highly visible magical murder in downtown Panama City uh, won't escalate things whatsoever. No, of course not. Uh, Lately, were you going to do something? I did the leadership test there. Um, I don't know if he's made his role for that uh, based on my leadership. What What? How many bonus dice do I get for that? I got five hits, so you get plus five dice and plus one to your limit. Ooh, well, hold on one second then. Because my roll alone, I got six. So let me roll five more real quick. Just realized I'm muted. Do you want a fresh navigation check to assist, or is that not this roll? Uh, you can toss that in, too, if you want. Uh, Take two more dice. You okay? Do it. And one more to your limit. Also, okay, uh, I am... Up to two, four, six. Uh, I'm back up to nine like I got last time. And am I done unloading the um, half of the boxes that we need to leave? Uh, no. You Well, uh, you, you have that spirit helping you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Padre, what kind of spirit is that? Okay. So, Sans, you're there, and this guardian spirit, or as fast as you can, I'm pushing these boxes out the back of the van and kind of having them hit the street. No, no, we're not just dumping them. We're going we're gonna to take them out and set them down and stack them on the sidewalk nearby. Okay. Um, you're doing that. Uh, There's very interesting. You see this flash as this vehicle drives by uh, uh, with this lights flashing and the policia <laughs> uh, heading off, uh, I think, chasing your teammates. It's just zoomed right by you. Yep, I uh, just act like I'm at work and doing my business. And, um, you know, why would anyone think about stopping and asking why I'm unloading these boxes and setting them on the sidewalk? Uh, and uh, about, uh, a woman uh, sticks her head out the window and looks down at you. She's got an FTC uh, um, cap on, and she looks at you. And she looks, looks over at the, you know, kind of at the street where the, the police car went by. And then she looks back, and then she just closes the window, pulls back into the room and closes the window uh, uh, over the street. And, uh, okay, Uh, Johnny, 
you're about uh, four blocks away from where you were. Uh, you're parked under this really uh, you you've uh, kind of a, a very weird construct. You think this is maybe an old fountain piazza place, and they had some walkways, whatever. But uh, you're pretty sure that you've just parked under. Uh, there's this uh, um, uh, like a, a pedestrian tunnel. Then you manage it was like double wide, and you manage to squeeze the truck in there. And there's this road going ahead, and you're pretty sure you can't be seen by anybody overhead. And nobody's come in here a while because it's really dirty and uh, uh, stuff in here. Um, and you're you're almost certain by the way you got here. There's no way anybody quite could have seen you get here. And this would be a perfect place to maybe no. Wait, uh, wait uh, the, the 10 seconds to change all of your electrochromatic stuff and be the totally different vehicle driving out the other side. Okay. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Uh, so, Johnny, do you have uh, uh, stealth sneaking? Me personally? Since I'm in, rigged into the vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. May I assist? Yes, you may. Take seven more dice. Obi-Katie. Well, up to I, seven more dice. Yeah. So, yeah. And Jane, is your your skill is at least seven? Hang on, you're right. It's his skill that matters. <laughs> he can only benefit from as many dice as, as ranks. In oh, that's speaking. right. To my skill rating six plus a bunch of stuff. But it also adds to his limit, which is probably based on the handling of the vehicle plus as a control rig. Yeah. So it looks like I got about six hits. Okay. Correction is six. All right. We move into just the right shade of shadows to adequately mask the coloring of the van as it stands right now before you change the decor. So you uh, roll out of this uh, temporary cover. Um, and oh, no, I'm waiting just a couple seconds because if, they're, cause if all the rest of the vehicles out here are supposed to be off the streets, a vehicle driving on the streets is going to attract attention. No, we're, we're outside of that area, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, you're outside of that area. Okay, I was not clear on that. All right, then you, you, I will drive casually. Wait a minute, right. maybe not. <laughs> and I casually walk up to the back doors of the... the yeah, I'm driving uh, casually. You've, you've rolled that once. We're not going to do that again. Shouldn't penalize you twice. Darn. Okay, Sands? Yep, I uh, casually walk up to the back of the van, having uh, stacked up the boxes on the sidewalk outside for roughly half of the boxes. I'm not going to be too careful. I'm just going to eyeball it. And then I'm going to uh, close up the doors uh, and, you know, just a guy at work, walk up and go sit in the driver's seat and hope the keys are in it. Okay. Uh, in uh, Magic Marker, written on the console next to this number pad, is a four-digit number. Uh, I transmit the video to Lately and the Duke. Hey, uh, what do you guys make of this? Um, what do I do here? I think you type those numbers in so it starts the vehicle. Hear that or it blows it up, you know. Here, see, the look at the console. Uh, can you track from my eyes? Isn't there a number pad there? Yeah, um, where? where? I'm, I'm looking around. It like C-A-R-A-R-S that are all pointing, blinking at it. Okay, oh, there we go. I, I tap in the code. The truck starts up. The Aztec governor starts up. All right, and I'm going to basically have it start driving out of town. I'm not going to tell it a specific destination, but I'm going to have it be heading in the general direction of the 
the rendezvous point that we um, cleared up with our machetes earlier today. Um, but I'm not. I'm going to have it stay. You know, I'm going to pick a destination that's within, kind of on the edge of town, but within town for that. And that I'm going to let the team know. Hey, um, I'm in the van, and we are en route to uh, this destination. I prefer to be under some jamming cover before we head to the actual point where we're going to finish this off. But as long as you guys can get the uh, fuzz off of your tail, it looks like this is a successful operation. So you uh, punch in this uh, kind of intermediate address at the edge of town, and the truck starts moving off. And as it's moving off, uh, all of these uh, arrow windows uh, with advertisements of uh, all of these brothels uh, starts coming up on the on the HUD and display. Um, there's just, uh, there's these uh, chiseled, gorgeous young men there start kind of doing this fancy strip routine uh, in front of you. Uh, as you're driving, it's a good thing you're not actually driving. It would be very, very uh, distracting. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to make note of some of the more interesting ones uh, for a later perusal um, and generally just enjoy the, the show as the uh, as the van drives along its course. Uh, and there's these amazing audio tracks as well uh, with it. Uh, some of them even offer uh, little snippets of uh, SimSense uh, for you to experience uh, uh, to uh, sample uh, as you Yeah, uh, not on the job for now, but, you know, I'll make a note of what seem to be some of the most interesting locations, as I said, uh, for, you know, later, later uh, you know, cultural research. I do need to make sure that I, I know how to blend into and, and properly understand the, the local environment. Okay. Um, where's the... But right now, that means being in a van that's driving out of town that will hopefully get away from the police. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely avoiding all of the shutdown parts of the of, of the uh, area where uh, patrol cars are zipping around. So uh, lately, um, one of the yes. things you've observed is, uh, yes, there was definitely a police uh, chopper overhead, um, and you've located it and tracking it, but it's in a totally different direction than uh, Johnny is doing. All right, so uh, Johnny, you've done this spectacular dry, urban driving to kind of get out of the trap. Then you did another spectacular maneuver to kind of uh, get out of the general area and reconfigure your vehicle. Uh, meanwhile, Sands has, uh, with the assistance of the spirit, unloaded uh, your target van and gotten in it, and he's plugged the uh, location in for it to get to the edge of the city. Uh, and at which point he's hoping for the rest of the team's assistance to get it to the location that they that Jane and Sands had uh, prepared earlier to uh, at least work on the van or disguise it or whatever you're going to do next. But, Johnny, you've got this vehicle. You do need to get out of uh, Panama City and off the grid in your vehicle, which you now realize uh, you need maybe uh, – Maybe it's not such a good idea to drive downtown or this the, the you know the old town there this area uh, without it being on the grid uh, in there. But as you get further away from town, the less like you're going to have problems driving off the grid. So you need to rendezvous with Sands. Okay. So I'd like another sneaking test. Or- Stand by. Yeah, and I, I remind you all uh, via a group text that I have no way of jamming the electronics that I'm undoubtedly carrying. An incredibly large amount of. I got five. 
uh, hits out of 18 dice to assist sneaking. Okay, when it's all said and done, I got five hits total. All right. Don't don't forget the extra five dice that uh, lately gives you. Yep, for leadership. Because having an elf tell you what to do is always going to make you better. And you have two of them helping. But Jane doesn't actually say that. (laughs) Okay, make it seven then. Is Johnny an elf too, or is he human? No, Johnny's an elf too. We got this. Okay. We should call ourselves the Keeb Squad. I swear. Sam's <laughs> is also an elf. I'm a vegetarian uh, because apparently I can eat fish and be a vegetarian as well. So I like that idea. Only on Friday. Vegetarian and not give up sushi. No, I don't think he's Catholic. I'm not. Shh. I'm not sure it works that way, man. Nope. I don't know. Padre, does it work that way? <laughs> Yes, my son, it does. See, it totally works that way. Fish is meat. Meat's not a vegetable. That's ridiculous. All right, so, Johnny, you make your way to rendezvous near where San, with Sands, with, the, with the, their vehicle. Uh, part of the disguise and fitting in is you occasionally stop, open the back doors, jump out, take a box in and out like you're delivering something. So you have this stop-start yep. route, route uh, which is actually what you, your vehicle will do if it was uh, legitimate. Uh, and uh, you guys get together with Sands. Uh, he's there with this uh, asset governor. Um, what are you guys going to do next? So, yeah, as you guys are approaching, I'm just saying over comms, uh, you know, you really, I, I, I didn't uh, really think there was anything much to this whole uh, Catholicism uh, thing. And I'm still not necessarily saying there is, but... Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, coming, uh, showing up to one of the Padres' uh, sermons. You do that sort of thing, don't you? Yes, my son. This Sunday, 10 o'clock. I'll be there. Uh, do you call it Mass? Indeed, I do. Okay. I think we're going to be getting a, a jammer going to keep anything from here from calling out for help. And uh, Redline, did you say that you've got uh, something in your vehicle that can wipe out uh, Arphids? No, I, what I got is uh, ECM, which I can use to jam the signal. What I can do is if I can get a couple minutes, I can get in there and check the vehicle to see if it's and disable its tracking features, or at least maybe switch them over to something that identifies as mine. And somebody said they had a tag eraser, but uh, we're going to need some time, and Jane and I prepared a really special spot for that. Uh, I, remember, I recommend we pop the strongest jamming we have right now and get it out there. Uh, Jane, you've got directions, right? I don't know. I'd have to ask the GM. Yes. You, 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 yes. Excellent. I share the info. And Redline, you said you could jam it while we were on the way there? Oh, yeah. It's a location where we've actively, um, basically after the ve- as the vehicles pull over, uh, her and I are going to get out of our, our the different vehicles that we're in and move aside some brush that looks that looked like it was intact before, but is actually a cover, and there's a trail big enough for a van to go through. And once they pass through, we're going to go ahead and set about uh, laying the cover back so it doesn't look like any vehicle went through that spot. And then we'll, it's about a kilometer, so we'll, um, being the higher agility characters we are, I think uh, move ahead on foot and go ahead and, uh, you know, spot and cover up any uh, major signs of trail or track, and uh, then catch up and make sure to um, make sure that our, our special clearing area is properly concealed, uh, so that the uh, techno 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 people can do their work. And Duke, I think this is the time in the uh, smash and grab run where you do the smashing of any orphids you find. Yep, I already got the 
We are going with six hits, so let's go smash some stuff. Okay, so between you, uh, you guys have no problem jamming this uh, device and the, the RFID tags on it, especially as you get out in this road and out in the jungle uh, and, and drive it off. Uh, there's the tedious exercise of your tag eraser plus your uh, deckers uh, crashing through and zapping anything they can. Uh, that just leaves you the fundamental uh, thing where this uh, Aztec governor is a device uh, by itself, the vehicle, uh, and you're either, um, you can obviously just turn it completely off uh, while you're out here, but uh, you are going to have to figure out how you're going to deal with it. Do we want to change ownership on it? That's what that's I'd gonna say. Take a while. That's going to take a while, but we can do it if you want. We seem to have a little bit of time, so why not? Yeah, we could have somebody else running the uh, tag eraser while uh, me and Lately were on uh, changing, uh, changing ownership. I think you'll find me handy to help as well for that, so I'll assist. Um, I got nine hits. Um, I used Edge, so um, I'm assisting, though. Who has desire hardware uh, skill rank? I've got five. I've only got the one, so that's... I've got four, so I can assist you. Okay. And well, with... With his nine hits there, that's going to cap out your skill. Unless using edge on it blows through that limit and you get all nine hits. It doesn't, as far as I know. <laughs> so then, assuming I don't uh, critically glitch here. Nope, no critical glitch. So, yeah, you get double your skill rating on your roll. Plus five dice and plus two to your limit for the first test. So that's 20 total, five extra on top of my 15 already. And if you're using Edge, this is probably the role that you want to use it on because you'll get the most bang for your buck. I think I'm going to want to post Edge this my dice pool side, though. What's your mental limit with the plus two? My mental limit with plus two is 12. That sounds like a solid decision, then. <laughs> so I'll use a point Edge and re-roll 13 dice. Just do an exclamation point within brackets and nothing else? So it's 11 hits. But it caps out at your, your limit of 12, 12. I think. So that's hour number one, and then... Let's uh, the job done. I'm not going to use Edge in my second hardware assist, so here goes. Two hits for me, assisting. And three for me, so you get the same bonus as last time, but you're minus one die. How many do we need, 24? Yep. Yeah. You're up to 20 now total? 19. Yep, so we'll do one more hour, and we should have the same. While this is going on, I'm going to go ahead and uh, redeploy the drone to keep an eye on things just in case. Yep, you send that this drone This time up. you only got four extra dice between us, and you're minus two. So that's seven dice total, and we get our target number. All right, so three hours, three of, hours hard work. of hard work between the three of you, and you have changed ownership of this vehicle to whomever you want. So this is now the legal property of... His Majesty Johnny Payphone Sid Vicious, the Duke of Dex. Is that a real sin? Uh, it's a fake. Well, I mean, technically, I have a real sin, but no, it's stolen. So, can we just do the equivalent of filing the serial numbers off so there's like no owner? No, that sounds like the anarchist thing to do. Just make me the owner. I've got a Johnny. real sin. Okay, yeah, we'll give it to whatever sin Johnny wants. You, you can do it a fake sin. I was, I was just wondering if the Duke of Dex was... No, I, I have no legit sin other than the one that I've shunned. I suggest we attach it to whatever sin Johnny wants because he's the, the vehicle guy. Uh, because I'm sorry, I could imagine the Duke of Dex. 
actually has a fake sin where he's called the Duke of Dex. I could see that too. <laughs> yeah, and ultimately he's making the main role here, so it's up to you what that turns out to be. I'm just, you know, running cables and stuff for you and, and rewiring, changing uh, out components. Once, John, you can't say you can't say I never did anything. Let's uh, suit this bad boy up, and make it go fast. So once <laughs> one of you fast has, nothing armored. Yes. <laughs> uh, once you've got ownership for one of you, that person can just give ownership to whomever as you need. So transferring at this point is it no longer belongs to as technology or uh, the free transit cartage, but uh, to one of you. We've liberated a van from the clutches of the megacorps. Woohoo! So, so there was nothing, uh, no, no trouble or ambush at the site of the van being dropped off. Um, where do you think the trouble came from? I have some theories, but I'm gonna check on that later. I don't know, man, but whoever was in that Jaguar drone is gonna be hurting now. Jaguar drone? Yeah, you know that one that we spot. I bricked the hell out of it. Oh, that thing. Was yeah. that before or after Padre uh, uh, gave it a bit of overvoltage? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I saw the video footage uh, from the drone. Like, check this out, and I'll share, share the video feed of uh, basically like a lightning bolt suddenly arcing out from the van to hit the, hit the drone. I swear, uh, uh, that man's got a religion in a serious way. I can't wait for Sunday. Johnny will just, like, look at Father and say, you're stone cold. Man, you're stone cold. It is a machine. What is the problem? The problem was the machine was in the way. The machine had to go away. Right, good job. Yeah, it was just a machine. Ah, see, it was a machine, yes? Yeah, there's a guy driving it. <laughs> Ooh, Father, you know. Padre, I'm sure you just got a really bad headache, that's all. Oh, yeah, really, really bad headache. He's probably going to be feeling that one for, I don't know, three to six months. So you guys are having your friendly banter in this jungle clearing. And there's lots of insects and bugs, and there's something oh, really... Bugs? No, we need to leave if there are bugs. Yeah. Um, what are you guys going to do next? Um, I guess uh, we need to make sure that the cargo is secure as well, don't we? Uh, clear any tags off of it and see if there's anything else that we need to rewire or anything that we need to, to dump. While the three of us were working on changing ownership, was everyone else able to clear off the airfit tags with the tag eraser? Absolutely. What is the cargo? Boxes. Boxes. Dead children parts? Nope. Uh, it looks like uh, basic uh, medical supplies. Like if you want to resupply your med kits, you could do that. Awesome. Now we need to make contact with a, any groups that we want to provide these medical supplies to, yes? See. Si. Or perhaps we should drive this back and get it loaded into our safe house and uh, have it uh, nice and secure while we go and see about who we need to talk to about uh, distributing this stuff. Sit on these uh, securely for a while. Padre, what do you think? Do you know some people in the the surrounding region that might be interested in medical supplies that we could trade for access, possibly a, a nice out-of-town spot to lay low in the future. That was something we were looking for, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, through the parish that he had set up, he might know somebody that could know somebody that uh, could use medical supplies, one of the tribes or something on the outskirts. Does that sound reasonable, Nick? Yes, if they can't pay with money, too, uh, we could always trade them barter for goods, but 
make sure it's very favorable to them. But the goods that we can then that we can then in turn use or or trade. Are there any good outstanding elven communities in the area? So, Padre, you know people in Panama City. You know, you know corrupt officials, the gangs, some of the politics. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, you have a contact uh, that would you know really get you in with uh, any of the natives. Obviously, you deal with a lot of natives because they're you know commonly the poor, whatever, uh, in there. Uh, one thing you might be able to do is maybe put the word out that you're looking for a contact. That that would work, but you don't know who that's talked to or kind of where to go to do it, other than you do know there's uh, one region near here where there's one tribe, uh, and you know far off to the east, um, kind of uh, on the coast of the Caribbean, uh, Gulf Coast, that uh, that there's another tribe uh, out in that area. They're much further away. Uh, but you don't know specifically, you know, a person or a place to go there. Right. While I've been hanging out at the church, I've been spending a lot of time talking to people and trying to get to know the area, uh, practicing my Spanish as well as picking up a Panama area knowledge. However, I, even after spending edge, I end up with a pathetic result of two hits on a Panama area knowledge skill to know of maybe um, where to start as far as considering who to get in touch with if, as far as tribes who might be able to use this. Yeah, essentially there's two large tribes. You know, one is uh, kind of to the west and north uh, of Panama City, uh, but in the same region. And then kind of the neighboring region, but to the east is another tribe. And those are the two major tribes. Now, there's actually a lot of other small tribes, maybe, that are still around. Uh, same thing, you could maybe put the word out you're interested in, and other people may hear it. Uh, but you don't, and obviously you could drive out and go to where those people are. Um, That's right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not like you go to this place and there's this tribal council or whatever. You, you don't know specifically who you go to. But you certainly could find people and start asking there. or have oh, them come to I'm going to a friend here. Um, I know she operates out of Chicago, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, dial up Quantum Princess. Uh, fixer contacted mine that I have loyalty three and uh, see if she might be able to, I don't know if she's been down to Panama or might know people. At least last I heard she's based out of Chicago. All right. So this is the same thing with Jane and her info broker, right? It's uh, they she could uh, basically for three, for a hundred million times the connection of the contact or type of contact that you're interested in. She can maybe arrange a, a uh, kind of a meet or introduction or a way that you can get in touch with them, or maybe she could tell you exactly where. Um, yes, here, five hundred million. All right, so done. I, I, I hope this I hope this works out. <laughs> okay, so that's basically an introduction to a a connection uh, five contact of the type that you're looking for. I asked Quantum Princess to transfer the information to Lately's com information. And I tell lately, hey, you're going to get a message from a fixer uh, friend of mine, a bit of an info dump. I figure you can make the best use of this. It costs me half the money I have left on me, so I really hope this uh, pans out. Uh, 
The other way this works is if you wanted to just get them as a contact where they're, you basically get an introduction and are vouched for, it would be a thousand million per connection rating of the type of contact that you're trying to get. I do not have that kind of money, but I do have a, uh, someone who seems to be a very talented face. And uh, <laughs> if he can get, if I, if, we, if I can help him get his foot in the door, he can do the rest. So Paz Puente Campo, is that the group, the clan or whatever, is that a person? Uh, Paz Puente uh, Campo is a, uh, you're, you're specifically looking for someone that's like a fence or what, what kind of contact you're looking for? No, like someone who would be attached to one of these two big tribes who doesn't like as technology much that we can then go and make contact with and trade with, but also help out in, you know. I think that does that so, sum up what we're trying to do with them. Did I do I understand mm-hmm. anyone else's? Idea? Yeah, I think so. I, I think our long term goal is here is to make connections with the local community, which we can use to uh, create a power base in the region. And so we need to get local uh, community members, perhaps a, a fixer from a monk, from in that community, or a community organizer. Uh, if they, I'm not sure what they're political political organization is like but some sort of uh leader within the community that might deal uh with uh, making trades with outsiders yes uh johnny you were fantastic in your part but i think we've entered the time where lately need to take the reins this is your um this is your area of expertise um so that's the tool i have available it cost me some new in use it or not but uh Hopefully, it's a good foot in the door. If anyone else has other ideas, go for it. But uh, lately, it's it's up to you to, to make this happen, I think. All right. And we're looking to get uh, some cash from them because we need operating capital. But we're probably going to be selling this at uh, below market value to try to engender some goodwill in the community, yes? Always good to have uh, the locals have you back. Or do we want to sell a portion of this at regular prices and then give away the rest to community members ourselves as opposed to possibly just enriching whoever we sell it to whatever you think would have the most impact i'm not sure what would give the best result well who's the poorest group that needs them the most why don't we start there i think that everybody down here man well it's been my it's been my experience that uh, certain neighborhoods and certain groups there's always someone on the lowest on the totem pole why don't we check them out first? All right. So this contact person, who who is this contact person? Don't forget, I, I got us a foot in the door uh, to, to one potential group that might that might be helpful. And they are pretty yeah. low on the totem pole. Okay. So you are given name Paz Puente Campo, who is an Angabe tribal fixer. You're given a geocode. This person is off-grid, or at least you're given an off-grid location as your initial meeting point for contact. Uh, and you look at this uh, geocode uh, where it is, and it is uh, off in the jungle, uh, a couple, uh, at least uh, 500 kilometers away. It's still in this region. Uh, you're gonna have to cross the river and kind of head uh, a little bit northwest uh, from here. Maybe the southern shores of the lakes that are in here that make part of the, the old canal system. Um, uh, 
probably have to go there. Uh, you do see that there are roads uh, that go there, but uh, they're not, uh, you know, not very good. So you probably have to go there, get to this physical location, and then meet this person. Uh, let's, there. let's go. Are we, are we including the van in the sale, or are we keeping it for our own purposes? I say we keep it for our own purposes because it's something else I can uh, mess with, or it's good to have a disposable vehicle. Okay. Um, then why don't we take it as our disposable vehicle? Unless, Redline, do you think we're going to need your firepower of your uh, main vehicle out there? Eh, it's one half, one, one half, the other. I mean, like I said, Gloria doesn't have a whole lot of firepower. Firepower, what I do have, comes on one of, from one of the drones. So I think for this, eh, let me do a little tinkering on the, the new vehicle. I'll come up with a name for her later. But let's uh, if we have to ditch that one, yeah, that may not be a bad idea. All right, we'll take the uh, the new vehicle then. How many so, does it seat? It's an uh, Aztec Governor, a GMC Bulldog. So, so it seats yeah. at least six. It is configured for that, yeah. Is it? In this case, no. It was mostly full of boxes of medical, basic medical gear. So how many does it seat? Well, uh, it seats uh, two, but you can see there is room for people to be in there because you only got half the load. So, Redline, do you think you can uh, attach some seats in there quick and easy? We've got sure. the garage in our new place, don't we? Sure. Where are we going to get the seats? Uh, we're going to need more than one vehicle. I don't plan on walking back. It's an inexpensive we're, modification. We're keeping the vehicle, Padre. We're not selling it. We've already got the oh. tools. Well, then just take two vehicles out. No biggie. But, uh, yes, perhaps we take the two vehicles for now. All right, then. I'll take Gloria, and someone else can drive the new vehicle. I suppose I shall, unless someone else wants to. Who wants to come along with me? Uh, Padre, you want to ride shotgun? Sure. Just don't forget to roll down the, the windows before uh, invoking the wrath of your god. Absolutely. Okay. Between you, you share the various rides. You take these two vehicles. I will need a navigation check, please, uh, from somebody for this. You're kind of traveling not through the main roads, but off into the jungle. There certainly are roads uh, that go out there that people do uh, travel around, but there is no way these are the main uh, traffic uh, routes for people. I'm going to use the sat link to hook up to a GPS system just in case. Uh, uh, J- Jane, I, th- I think I might need your guidance. Um, I'm starting to lose track of which road is what, and I'm not getting uh, very good resolution on the maps from uh, my Horizon uh, Horizon Maps app. Uh, any, is Jane the only person with navigation? No, I do. Hold on. Then I'll get uh, two hits out of six to assist uh, Sans. And that's not assisting. That's making the roll for me. Oh. <laughs> or, Alrighty then. What's your DP you there, Jane? What's my what? What's your dice pool there for it? Six. Yeah, it's one more than mine. I'll assist you. That's my dice pool. That's not my ranks. Do either of you have more than one? Uh, navigation, I've got two ranks. And I've got uh, one, so I'll assist. And, and don't forget, if you have a map soft um, for the area, that uh, helps you. Not yet, but... That sounds like something that would be a very good idea for us to buy. <laughs> yes. So, Johnny, you got a roll in me? Yep, two hits, two assist. Do you get two more dice? Three total hits. Okay, so yeah, it's kind of uh, uh, awkward. Uh, you do figure out, and here's kind of the basic layout that Panama City's uh, actually on ha- is on 
Um, Panama does a weird like little turn thing where the Pacific uh, is on the south and Panama City, you know, is, is facing south. The canal uh, or the air, the the riverway or wa- waterways that make that made the old canal is uh, to the west of Panama City. Uh, it kind of goes off uh, heads uh, northwest, about halfway across uh, Panama. It enters this huge lake and water system, uh, which is one of the reasons they made this canal, that they only had to dig halfway across the continent because of this. And this water system generally heads west. The place you're going to is all the way out past the western edge of this water system. It's called Las Aguas, uh, this location. And um, it turns out uh, that the, there is uh, the main like old Pacific Highway, Highway 1, a trans, you know, that goes all the way north-south between North America and South America. It goes through here. You're actually better off taking this uh, heading north, which, of course, in typical highway fashion, actually is heading southwest uh, for quite a while and then turning and heading north uh, through the kind of mountainous uh, jungle terrain to get up to uh, Los Aquas. Now, the other way that might be much easier to do, except bit that the Panama Canal had been nuked would have been actually to take the canal up to this lake system and then go uh, through watercraft to the, to the, through this lake system. Uh, if you had a boat, that would probably be easier or quicker to get to where you're going. But uh, it takes you uh, four days to get this area. The first part was easy. That took l- less than a day to drive on the Highway 1 and, and head uh, towards North America with it. Uh, but then once you turn off the mountain, it was really slow going. The train, you had to do things like uh, uh, dig the trucks out of the mud. Um, you had to lay down track. Uh, you had to fill in sand and cut down trees so you could drive over certain bits and making ways through your jungle. And you're thinking, boy, I really wish we had. Do you, do you have a winch on uh, your vehicle, Johnny Redline? Oh, this is just like the old days, isn't it, Jane? Yep. So you wish, you're thinking, well, both of these vehicles had winches. It would be far easier to, to deal with some of this. Anyway, uh, so it takes you a while, and you head out. Uh, and uh, uh, there's, uh, you can tell there's a few places that were kind of checkpoints um, or could have been checkpoints where uh, there's obviously like a, a shelter or something by the road, and somebody could have blocked the road off here easily and done checkpoint, but there, none of them had been manned uh, for any of you. Uh, and as you get close to your location, you uh, see the road ahead, one of these uh, kind of cl- little bit cleared out better road areas where these checkpoints tend to be. There's a checkpoint there, and you're not sure it's manned, but somebody has certainly uh, put a couple logs across the road and uh, sealed the road up um, in there. And I think uh, that's where we're going to end tonight with this potential encounter in the jungle. (laughs) 
The Topps Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. <laughs>